The college experience database top 25 edition is presented by mybookie.ag. The Super Bowl is coming up and mybookie is the place you want to get your bets in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and enter code SGP during sign up for a limited time. All new users will get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code SGP and get a free shot at a million dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds in your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus for up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SGP. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby swinging database dant and in studio. We got the, the, the Titan of Tecmo, the, uh, the piece of shit of the, of the, of the West and the East. <laughs> I'm the biggest piece of shit in the United States. folks. <laughs> Give it up for farmer. Former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing, wannabe Rolex wearing, <laughs> Patty C in the place to be. Hi, hey buddy, buddy, we gotta get you a longer intro. I know you're giving me 15 minutes. You, how about you let me write up your uh, okay your intro? All right, all right, all right. Right. We can do that. Let, let's do it. I, I want. I want to. And, and guess what? You're gonna get roasted. You're gonna get Bring fried. It on. Bring it on, buddy. I'm gonna talk about that tiny, minuscule, yeah, <laughs> slander, disease infested, <laughs> whatever the fuck you got down there. I don't know. This is getting weird. Well, buddy. Um, look, I'm in a good mood, but I, I, the city of Los Angeles is morning. I'm not in a good mood because of this. I'm just in a good mood because I'm alive. But yeah, it does suck right now. Yeah. Me and you are, are, are known Laker haters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I'll just walk you through, like for me, uh, I, I ironically sent some friends. So without naming names, yeah, a friend of ours, um, had published some stuff on Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, last night. Can I interject real quick? Yeah. 
I'm just going to say this, and I don't want to get away from what you're saying here, so yeah. I'm going to try and make it quick, but uh, I'm sure to some extent you'll agree with me. Maybe not. Uh, I've heard every other, every other source of media talk about this, and I think there isn't an inappropriate or an appropriate amount of, like, you know, respectful tone that you give. It's whatever you're feeling, you know? But yeah. I think that, like, for us, let's... Uh, well, let's not saying let's just do this. I'm just I, for me, I don't feel necessarily the inclination to be as somber. You know, I just kind of want to talk about it how it is. But I mean, it's fucking somber. You know? Oh yeah, man. I, I mean, mean, it sucks. Even even as fucking yeah. You know, Laker haters. Yeah. No, definitely, man. I yeah. I, I you know I, I I'll get to that. Let me just explain my, my so my situation. My my situation was was that. S- a friend ha- had released some information. Yeah. I had then at, I woke up at 7am. I fell asleep on my couch last night after a couple glasses of uh, vodka. Yeah. And I wake up and I wake up at 6am and I'm, I see this thing and I send it to a bunch of my Laker fans as a, as a fuck you joking. Right. Cause Kobe hasn't died at the time. At the time he's alive. Right. <laughs> But this morning, I yeah. sent a bunch of Kobe Bryant shit yeah. to my friends talking shit about them. Yeah. So then I go walk my dog, and I took my dog on a very long walk today. And and I, I don't if you're listen to this, I don't live that far away from this crash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you um, look on a map. Yes. Calabasas is right next to Malibu. Yes. Malibu is right next to Santa Monica. Yes. Yeah. So I took my dog on a walk north in Santa Monica. So. Close to yeah, to close, Malibu, yeah, essentially not, not far at all. Yeah, and I was commenting. Well, once again, I fell, I fell asleep on the couch, so I was th- thinking to myself, though, damn, this is a thick fucking fog. Yeah, right. So, so you sent the shit talking tweets out. I, I go take yeah, a walk. I, I then I come back, and all of a sudden, I I get you know uh, messaged. Shoot to work. Yeah, 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 and then I'm getting yeah, well, yeah, well I'm getting messaged there that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god! Like he, he, Kobe Bryant died, and then I find out it's right there. Like, I mean, and to, at the time he died, which I, I or at the, I think they they said it made impact around nine forty seven. Yeah, me and my dog are not that fucking far away. Yeah, I mean, we are far. We, we're 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 North Santa Monica. Yeah. So I mean, it's still far, but I'm saying like we are not that far away. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's. It's yeah, even crazier because I was going minutes. through that thick fog. Right. I mean, it was thick. You know, ten miles east in uh, Hollywood. Yeah, you know, this morning, so I, I it, it dissipated. You know, uh, later in the day. Yeah, at the further east you went, I don't know how long the fog lasted, but it was it was noticeable in the morning. Obviously, not noticeable to the point where you're thinking anything's going to happen from it. But it was it was a foggy day here, and then obviously the the uh, geography. If you guys aren't familiar, this is like a thing that Californians, a uh, beach Californians, love to talk about the marine layer. Yeah, uh, which is basically um, a heavy fog that comes off the ocean and just crowds the coastline. And some days it's super heavy. And yeah, some it, days Hollywood can be like nine. Like there's times where when I lived in Hollywood and I would go to the beach or something, you know, it'd yeah. be sixty degrees at the beach. Yeah, and in Hollywood it's ninety. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, I mean like, on average, I yeah. want to say for every mile inland you go, it, it changes by a, a degree Fahrenheit. So you know, on a typical day, Hollywood's going to be like ten degrees hotter than the beach. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and. Generally, well, I know the valley for sure. Can you can go thirty degrees difference? 
Well, yeah, the Valley is like the fucking yeah. desert, yeah. you know? And, but you can get to the Valley from Santa Monica in, in relative, like you can go to Sherman Oaks in like 15, right, 20 yeah. minutes on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And, and, and the big thing, obviously, and the, the sad thing here is that the mountains are the divider, uh, that caused that difference in, you know, weather, yeah. you know, it's like oh, yeah. the, as the, as the clouds kind of go up the mountains, you know, they get trapped there and then they don't make it from the ocean out to the, the valley. And yeah. so it, the ba- valley gets cooked. The the ocean stays cloudy as shit because it's all mountainy and, yeah. you know, foggy. But either way, man, I, I felt like the day was fucking with me in a little bit because I'd sent out those things. So I felt fucking horrible then. Yeah. I messaged him saying, I swear, look back at the timestamp on these things. They were at six, they were at uh, seven thirty two in the morning. But I just felt bad that I, I essentially was talking shit about him. Like the day, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But, but, um, dude, we, I was a, a growing up. I despised Kobe Bryant. Right. Right. It's almost like the Jordan thing for me. Right. Right. But one thing I can say, well, first of all, I want to say, obviously rest he's in peace. He's a villain. That's he's a, he's a great player. That's not playing yeah. for your team who takes joy and whipping your team's ass. Yeah, you got to yeah, hate that guy, yeah. you know? But but obviously, rest in peace and condolences to, to everyone involved, but of especially course. Kobe Bryant, because uh, we, I mean, it's the guy that we knew. I don't know right. anyone. Uh, I mean, but uh, for me, one, he's got the Jordan thing, and this is the, the, the Jordan thing that I really respect. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that I've always made this argument, and this might come off wrong towards Vince Carter. Yeah. But I always said Vince Carter and Kobe Bryant had the same uh, skill set. Vince Carter and Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant? I right? think you're out of your mind. No, no, but I think no, no, no. originally coming into the league. Okay. And then Kobe, but Kobe Bryant what had that relentless work ethic. Work ethic yeah. that Michael Jordan had. Yeah, okay. And that I agree with that. And that to me as much as like like I said, man, as watching Jordan or 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 Kobe kill teams that I was rooting against or I was rooting for. Yeah. Um you have to respect that whether you hate the player yeah. or not, you have to. Re- so I, I became, I really started to respect him for, I'm always respecting him yeah. for that as much as I dislike, you know, the Lakers, those early 2000 teams I despised, yeah. man. But yeah, of course you had to, they're the, they're the fucking league villains. Yeah. They have two loudmouth fucking guys, a but, punk kid, Kobe and fucking loudmouth brash at the time Shaq, you know, but he's another thing is like, he seems like a decent dude. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just recently doing a show in Wisconsin and I ran into a buddy of ours that, that worked with the Washington wizards. Yeah. And he told me his experience and, and, yeah, and ironically, he's currently, I want, I want to say, I don't want to put him out there. Yeah, but, I'm not going to put his name yeah, out there. I mean, he's still got a, he's got an important role in that. I think he works for the NBA now. Yeah. Um, but he's got a, a, a noteworthy position. Okay. Well, yeah. um, he had shared some stories with me uh, and you know, I have a bad story with Kevin Garnett. He had told me that story that he's, he's an asshole. Yeah. And his, this particular guy started out as essentially like the ball boy slash Aaron boy, mm-hmm. you know, and he just run around for every team that was visiting and the wizards themselves and like make shit happen before the game. But yeah. he, so we're sitting there and he has in since Milwaukee. become a shot clock operator for the NBA. Nice. Um, but now he, yeah, I mean, back then he was exposed to every single fucking player in the NBA. Well, and he has a lot. And, and, and I always ask him, what are the, what are the best players? You know what I mean? And he always told me, man, you know, and we were just talking about this. I mean, he's told me this before, but we were just talking about this in the past month or two. Yeah. He was like, dude, Kobe Bryant, man. He was like, and first off, uh, like he's told me a bunch of the ones that some of, some of the players that he loved growing up were huge assholes and it broke his heart. Yeah. 
but he told me that uh, he's like, dude, Kobe Bryant remembers my name every year. Yeah. He plays in DC once a year. Yeah. And he would come in and be like, yo, Hey, how, how you been? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. what's this, you know, it's good and, and shake hands and really, you know, I think tipped him good. Just so, so to me, like hearing that story, man, breaks your heart. Then especially obviously he's with his daughter, his daughter's friends, uh, everyone involved. This is just a fucking horrible, horrible thing, man. Yeah. And, and even the biggest Laker haters as, as ourselves can't, right. You, you don't wish this on anybody, obviously. And like, I don't know. It's tough. And the whole city is hurting right now. Yeah. It's weird. You know, and uh, having not grown up in LA, I was down in San Diego for, you know, a lot of Kobe's prime, or, but even that there, there, there's no basketball team there. So I feel like a lot of San Diego's Lakers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it certainly was a big thing. Lakers basketball was still a noteworthy thing for most people down in San Diego. Um, and as, a, as the league's, you know, preeminent franchise, pretty much, uh, you know, th- them and the Celtics, but uh, Lakers have the most titles, I believe. And, you know, Showtime <clears throat> is the most ever present fucking like, yeah. Thing. Cause players are still flocking. They're, they're trying their best to get to LA. The Lakers are, 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 are a franchise kind of like the Yankees are in basketball or in baseball. There's, there's almost no other franchise in sports quite like them. Um, it helps when, when the stars dictate to go play there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh well, that's an, another conversation yeah. for another time. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's even for me, I'm just sitting there. You no know, part of it said, you know, I was a little, uh, in the clouds, my son. No, I just can't believe though, because I was messed up. I'm sorry, but I, I, that I, I was at, like, not only did I send out that shit this morning, then I, I was co- very conscious of myself. I walked, you know, probably an hour and a half. Yeah. And then I told myself, man, cause I was going to be driving a car and I was like, dude, fucking pay attention. Cause this fog is thick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, ah, it just, it's just crazy, man, to think that it's a weird energy. Man. Like he could have flown. A, fuck, I mean, he wouldn't have saw us because of the clouds, but uh, the fog. But I'm saying, like, there's a decent shot. He was flying like right over where the fuck I was walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it does hit close to home, very, very much so. And uh, yeah, I mean, any person you'd be lying. I mean, Kobe, especially later in life, kind of showing through a number of ways that he. He's no longer, if he ever was kind of a, no, he, a, a brat, you know, he, he and, even, he's and even, maybe a piece of shit. Like no, he's described himself that when he first came into the league, he thought he said, you know, he said he's in, he was entitled and everything. And that, yeah. you know what? That's, that's fair. Cause yeah. you know, if, if you're your 16 year old and his dad was a former NBA player yeah. and played in overseas and shit. Yeah. So, so everyone's expecting you to be Michael Jordan. You're going to go. Yeah. You're 16 years old. It's uh, hard not to have it all, all go to your head. Yeah, man, this is just fucking horrible, man. It's yeah. just really he fucking had become horrible. he became like, someone that looked like they're maybe gonna enter like the 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 realm of like super entrepreneur like yeah. fucking yeah, type yeah. of guy. And he had maybe I don't know if I don't think politics was ever in his future, but you never fucking know. Yeah, he was just coming into being like it's it's like a, he was. Pl- they said he was plotting. He was plotting his next move, and he was. Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, he's forty one years old. I mean, his daughter was only thirteen. It's just the right. whole fucking story is fucking brutal, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it to anything, but it's like the most like uh, like Heath Ledger was obviously before his time, but Kobe yeah. Bryant so much. Well, and he did. He, I mean, no disrespect to Heath Ledger, but I'm saying he did it to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a situation he's trying to take his daughter to a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like and and as much as. That we could dive into it and say, well, yeah, they, the police helicopters, they, they, they advised people not to fly in a helicopter. Yeah. That much I do know. I don't know if it, there was a malfunction, but I can tell you that I was out in that fog and I'm telling you, man, you couldn't see a fucking block down the street. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could like the street lights were barely visible. Right. 
right, right. So it was a thick fog, man. Like, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you can't. It's it's impossible to point any fingers at this point. And maybe it's in a, inappropriate to even think about it. But uh, yeah, obviously the impact of this is tough to. I mean, they haven't even right revealed now. who all the nine people are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, apparently it was several of her teammates. So yeah, as I'm saying, a like a few it, children. It, well, I, I, they apparently hit the ground so 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 fast. Yeah, I think it's it's very it's hard to tell. To, yeah, yeah, get an indication. But oh man, just a fucking horrible, horrible fucking day. Condolences to all involved. Of course, and you know we all love basketball. And we're gonna have to tie this back to yeah college basketball. Exactly. And so exactly. I man. don't know. Uh, how, how you want to do this? Well, yeah, I mean, kind of. The, I'm gonna read an ad, well, and then we're gonna dive into college basketball. Let me, let me, let me, no? let me say okay. one thing. What's that? Uh, and then, and then, yeah, that's a good transition. Okay. Um, Kobe Bryant had the one and done existed back then. Would have played supposedly for Duke. Yeah. Do you think his impact at Duke would have been similar to like Zion Williamson's last year, where it's just like a un unbelievable star than undeniable talent at that level. I mean, he yes. was drafted at yes. 13, but I think, I, I think, hold on. Was, was Kobe, Kobe's rookie year 96 or 97? I think that's a good question. Or was it 98? It had no. to be like 96, 97. Season. If it was 96, if memory serves me correct. Yeah. Duke had a really bad year. Cause I think coach K had a back problem. Gotcha. And if it's 96, I'm getting a little hazy on, on the, the, the based knowledge here. Yeah. 95 or 96. They had a really bad year. Yeah. Coach K had a back problem. I believe their their one of their best scores was a guy named Ricky Price. Okay. Um. Obviously, that would have made a huge difference. I mean, yeah. uh, Coach K having a bad back though obviously would have been a, a huge difference as well. But right, you put Kobe Bryant on that team. I mean, yeah, it's just that's one thing where I could say, um, you know, this is kind of again, we're, we're, I want we want to focus on Kobe here, and and give the respect that's due. Uh, but we're one and done. Um, has in a sense, been a blessing just so you have guys in college basketball for one year and you get to see like them wearing the college uniform. You get to see them part of that, like yeah. history, that part of that like, crazy environment, you know, and wish we could have gotten to see Kobe with that. Uh, you know, Imagine I th- I think, Jordan I think Kobe at UNC. said he regrets it. I yeah. think I've read something that he said he regretted. If, it, if he had it to do over again, he would have done the one year in college. Yeah. Yeah, but, even if he just did the one year, yeah. the Jordan at UNC. If you had Kobe at fucking Duke, Duke and and then yeah. the 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 exact sameness. I mean, the video that's out right now of Jordan and Kobe, and it's been out before, but they they obviously broke it back out right today. Um, th- they were kind of like, let me give Kobe the credit where he's due. That like, and and I'll explain this to the people out there, and I'm sure I'll get clapped back at, and you know maybe yeah. to an extent like. I, I'm talking out of my ass, right? But I, in my mind, the skill sets between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were identical. I don't think that in my heart, I don't know that Michael Jordan was any better of a player than Kobe Bryant. The only reason I give it to Jordan is because I believe the NBA was a lot tougher then. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing. Let's, let's be honest here. It was our childhood. Well, and the stats that I revealed that, that, that got shown to me yesterday. Actually, I should show you that video. After okay. This. I, I'd be interested to see. Yeah. That. And I don't want to publish. I don't want to pub that. I'm not going to, sh- I'm not going to retweet that or anything because yeah, it, yeah. it's not, there's a, I'm not ESPN like where they shit on Don Imus. Yeah. Or like we weren't, we, yeah. we weren't David Stern fans either, but I don't want to shit on someone's death. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. uh, he was a fucking fantastic player. seems like he was a decent human being. Yeah. 
God rest his soul. You know what I mean? Like, and he was, he was, I'll say this personally, in my opinion, every bit, the defensive, I mean, the offensive, uh, yeah, he was a great defender too. And he was a yeah, great defender. Yeah. Athletically speaking. Uh, I, I do agree that like the physical nature of the game allowed a player like Jordan to really demonstrate, you know, to a higher degree that he would do anything that it would take to win. Jordan yeah. was getting his ass whooped some of those times. Yeah. But Kobe at the same time was undenied, uh, wouldn't be denied in oh, certain situations. Well, well, they had the same mindset. That's what made them so They're great. like Ken and Ryu from fucking uh street fighter. Yeah. To me, they have it. Like, Ryu is always given a little more credit as like the true badass, probably because he's like considered the original or whatever. Yeah. He's dressed in black like Jordan yeah. and fucking Kobe's dressed in yellow, like a little they, happy they had, sunshine. Like, the Pete Rose it factor. Yeah. The game is always on. They're the same player to me, except Jordan. I still, for whatever reason, maybe it's just me buying into like the media, like uh thing. Um, well, Jordan's probably the, actually a much worse human being from what I understand. Right. And well, you know, like, I think the era is what we respect of Jordan more oh, than Kobe. Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like when the NBA hit the two thousands, a, I thought things like, changed a little it bit. Was a, it was softer. There's yeah. no charge zones. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking, you go back and watch like the, like, Go back to the early '90s or late yeah. '80s Bulls. There was a period during the 2000s when the NBA really fucking suffered, and I think it even suffered from a rating standpoint. But like, as soon as like that Shaq, when Kobe, the Nets were going to the finals and yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah, everyone was just like, okay. And like, even still, it's like you knew what you were watching, and and the product now, obviously, obviously, because the the, the game has changed. Um, although that probably happened like 2010s uh, when the Spurs started really like swinging the ball around, and then. Kerr replicated that with the the Warriors. Uh, I don't know if that's, but I, hmm, because here well, they 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 also redid the rules almost like, I feel like they they chased the European game. Yeah, I don't have any, any. I just from a viewing standpoint, as a guy that's watched a shit ton of basketball and would, I would watch as much basketball as I could watch. Yeah, America or not. So when the Olympics are on and I'm watching fucking Spain play. You know, or, or or wherever, Croatia, wherever, wherever. It seemed the NBA game seems like European basketball to me now. Yeah. It's I, and look, I I know I always am. I I, I feel like I come off. Uh, I vent on this podcast a lot. Yeah, but that's one of the things I can't really get into it from from several angles on, on the on current NBA basketball, and a lot of it is crowd. It's like a it's like a you go to a game and you feel like you're at a, like it's just there's no vibe to these fucking. Yeah, well, that's it's, true. It's more of a trendy thing. It's more of an Instagram it's post corporate. than it is. Yeah. Like you go to a, a Butler basketball game, which I'm going to be at soon. Yeah. But I'm saying I, I've never been, but I'm saying yeah. you just look at the crowd. And yeah. You're like, oh my God, this what, is fucking amazing. Crowd wise, college and pro completely different experiences. Well, completely a, different. Well, experiences. that's it's trickles down from there, but also just college. You're still playing the game that I knew. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you, you know, you got a zone, de- zone defense or man and passing picks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fundamental. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, where NBA, like I, we talked about this uh, recently. I feel it's like it's almost its own sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's and, not, and, a lot, and a lot of that is because they're so athletic. I mean, here again, like, you have fucking uh, Hawks tonight, 152, Wizards 133. That's disgusting to me. Yeah. Like, I, I am not entertained by that at all. Like, I don't want to ever sign up for that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not my style to me. Yeah. Like, it, it's just another sport to me, dude. <laughs> bless you. Bless Thank you. Thank you. It, 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 I don't, and like I said, to each, if you dig it to each their own, yeah. I just have a hard time finding entertainment. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, certainly with scoring becoming like 
so prevalent to the point where it's almost like you can't score any more points. Like it, it's like reach complete saturation. I feel level. like players don't even try that hard, dude. Yeah. Like I really do at times. Like you can go watch film and see like, what the fuck is this player doing? Yeah. I mean, shoot, you look like Harden, obviously yeah. like, he's at half court dilly dallying for half you, you for could, 20 but, for 20 seconds of a 24 second shot clock. That's only like one of the most recent posts over the past couple of years. There's been a lot of that. Yeah. And to me, the game just, it, it, another thing is it's the most predictable. Yeah. In uh, terms of, you yeah. know, which, which, which obviously has a lot to do with like basketball having a more scoring, which leads to less like randomness, like a one Oh game where a lucky bounce makes the difference between a win and a loss. Isn't going to happen in basketball. You know, you're going to have a hundred possessions where you're rewarded, like based on whether yeah. you won or lost star, each star, time. And then another thing is like, when you go and evaluate, like, Star calls, man. Star you know, calls. Like, that makes it predictable and terrible. Although I, I will say, like a seven-game series leads to like more predictability from a, a legitimate. Sure, sure. Standpoint. But at the same time, like, and look, I'm not. I think LeBron James is one of the best players ever. Yeah. I think there's everything I, I watch the guy play, and I th- I'm fucking sitting there like he's yeah. absolutely incredible. He's an NBA yeah. create NBA live creative player. Yeah. When you put everything at a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But freak of nature. Does he get away with the travel more than Patrick Ewing? I think yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're shameless. The NBA is it's, shameless well, uh, the, entertainment. It's hard to root for something that is not set in stone approaches yeah. at times like WWE status of like, like, I can say this, I will bet the world right now, the Lakers win the title this year. And obviously they're, they're favored too, but I'm saying yeah, they're definitely going to win it now. The Bucks. Uh, projected at this point on pace for 71 wins and change. Um, statistically, you know, place your bets now. Yeah. Get your bets in. I, I, don't wanna, I, mean to, I don't mean to walk on you. No, 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 no. I it's sad to like, you know, take pot shots at the NBA and like, you know, the Lakers and the, the honor that co- like the Lakers winning would, you know, stand for, for, for everyone. You know, and 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 no, would I'm stand for it, for Kobe. Uh, yeah. You know, if the Lakers won, it would be a great honor to Kobe. And so I think to an extent, everyone wants that. But like, the NBA knows that shit, and they're gonna yeah. fucking play on that. And and that that's this is another way that the NBA becomes predictable. You know, well they've done this before, man. Yeah. And like I said, I don't want to take the narrative away. Kobe Bryant was one of the best players I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I I think I think best of arguments, by the way, is fucking a terrible thing. Yeah. We do it as sports fans, but yeah. I think overall, I, I've gotten into this. You know, uh, I think championships are overrated. I think all that shit is just, yeah. just pollution coming out your mouth. But but yeah. but, uh, I mean, the Kings did get jobbed in in the Western Conference Finals. So I mean, yeah, Kobe still would have been an NBA champion. He still would have been one of the best players I've ever seen. Yeah. But there there are huge asterisks next to several, several NBA championships where I, I, the quality of the game was sure. in question and still remains in question. And you know what? Me. That's, that's been going back obviously to the Jordan days. And yeah. so I don't think that that is necessary. And a matter of fact, I think Jordan got more love, love than any other player and continues as a matter of fact, oh, to I'm get gonna, more I'm love. Gonna disagree. I, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. They, when they did the no charge zone, that may have been, but look, I want to say this. There's a reason Jordan never played in a game seven, right? The NBA was never going to leave it for that to be in question that Jordan gets his. The first three, Pete, was like, you know. But I don't feel like the NBA really messed with the, the first. I mean, the first three, I think like while the third championship was happening, they noticed what they what they had. 
I don't think so. You I think, think it started in 91. I think they knew once Jordan, once uh, the eighties were all, they needed to cater to a star. That's fair. But I, but well, to me, was, like well, they had stars. They had, a, they had the storyline in the eighties. They had black American, white America, the Celtics and the Lakers, you know, showtime versus like traditional, like fucking red hour back shit, yeah. you know? And then that they wanted to take it and they had a transcendent star in Jordan who was marketable enough to take it to like a, a uniting force where it's like, this is fucking Darth Vader, but he's like our hero. And it's like, of course you let this guy fucking, you want him to win it as often as possible. Cause you get a million fucking fans to, you know, buy in, yeah. but like, but he was also that, filthy enough where he, like he was almost, he, he could dunk on like that. He, dude, he has a dunk on Ewing. That's one of the filthiest dunks of all time. Yeah. You know, nasty. like I, there's, that's what I'm saying. So like, that's why you're always divided. Cause you watch certain plays and you're just like, I never seen anyone else do that. Yeah. He was, he was unreal. Uh, and so, but that's what made it even worse. Is like he doesn't need he any doesn't, help. That's that's, yeah. that's really why yeah. I hated it more than anything else. It was like, look, like he is the best player. In right, the NBA. let them yeah. play it out. They're probably going to win it anyway. But don't yeah. like fucking end a game cheap. Like if you look, I want to say if oh, you look at well, uh, how about the game six when he pushes off Brian Russell? Yeah, terrible. David Robinson obviously as a lifelong David Robinson fan. You look on uh, YouTube. There's a it's David Robinson being quoted saying, "Make the right call," and he's not the type of dude that's like gonna get on the refs' ass, yeah. you know, super yeah. outspoken, like calling out bullshit. But like the refs were calling bullshit on the uh, Jordan's like. So anyway, oh man, I mean, there's a lot I can all say that to Jordan. say. Yeah, all yeah. that to say, sorry, that the bullshit's been going on since Jordan, and so I don't know what it is about the t- like really like 2000s in particular. Um, and, and I don't think it was like the fact that, you know, you had the Dwayne Wade's and the, and the Dirk Nowitzki's and, and the, and the Ben Wallace's and these teams that didn't have the glitz and glamor necessarily winning at all. Um, and the Spurs, uh, I actually think that was like a good thing for the NBA. I think that, uh, for me, there was just this, like, they were searching at that point. For like they had just gotten Kobe his three and they needed to stop it so he wouldn't become Jordan and eclipse Jordan right away. And they were like searching for you little think it story was that calculated? I mean it just felt yeah. like it just felt like the league was not authentic at that point. I, I mean it feels like that now to me. <laughs> yeah, well it hasn't changed. It it feels yeah, it feels the story they've gotten a hold of it. They've they're they're they're, they're the the storylines are progressing and it's an interesting yeah. story most years, you well, know. especially when the super team started with me. Yeah. It got even more. And I get it, that's that's their right to. Like it's hard for me to defend. I was talking with someone with a friend the other day, and he was like, you know, so that pisses you off that LeBron went to Miami and then went back to LeBron. And I go, Well, just it and then to to LA, oh, I think he purposes per I think he went back to Cleveland, not to go down a rabbit hole here, but to help his PR. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then I just, the I just Miami thing like had it. run its course. Yeah. And, it's, and I get it. You're a free agent. Yeah. And you should be entitled to go wherever the fuck you want to go. Right. But when you start, when the whole league starts taking pay cuts to go to certain teams, when you know, before the season that only four teams are in contention for yeah, the, fucking, I mean, I, I've made this argument a million times. You yeah. can delete 20 teams in the NBA, 14 teams, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't see the purpose in them. Besides yeah. some job opportunities in Minneapolis or yeah. something, you know they're, what I mean? They're, like, they're what we call foil. They, their, their job is to illuminate and, and make the, the stars look more spectacular because yeah. there has to be, they're like the little shit ass referee who or a WWE wrestler who comes in and gets his ass kicked. Yeah. You know, yeah. when yeah, they don't, that's, have, that's a good comparison. Yeah. 
That's a good comparison. Okay, we're going to talk college basketball in a second. but uh, You read that ad. I'm going to get us some ice. There you we'll go. keep drinking this Evan Williams and Schweppes. Oh, nice, buddy. Uh, yes, you heard it. You heard it right. You heard it first. All right. The holidays have come and gone. And, uh, and the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season. And if you're a jet fan like me, that's absolutely shit. And now it's time to get your last bets in before the big bowl, right? The 49ers are looking to cap off the, their incredible season. And the chiefs have their first opportunity to bring in a title since what, since when Patty C the first opportunity to bring a title in 50 years, 1969. Nice. There you go. Can uh, Kansas city collect their first ring under Mahomes? Or will uh, Garoppolo and his his porn star hot ass having a chick <laughs> pull it off? Uh, look, either way, whatever your gut feeling is, time is running out to get on get in on all the action. So head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry, and if you're looking for a sports book to make some some bets for the bowl games, uh, my bookie is where you want to go. When I say bowl games, I'm talking about the big bowl, the super bowl. They have prop bets. They have everything football. Not your thing. No worries. My bookies got you covered. They got NBA premier league. They've got the f- college basketball NHL. They got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 seven customer support. Um, you can even, you can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week. You know, say you're going to take the chiefs, mix it with uh, the, the, San Jose Sharks and the Denver Nuggets. Who wouldn't? Right? Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together. And if they all come through, you win big. All right? My bookie. We all know what a fucking parlay is. Yes. Yes. And if not, fucking Google. All right? Google it. (laughs) Win yourself a shit ton of money. Anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, My bookie is the place to be. And if you want to join right now, my bookie. We'll match your first deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you're gonna if you're gonna deposit two thousand dollars, you're gonna get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is enter the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to activate the offer and win some extra cash from my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Boom. Um, Pro Bowl. <laughs> didn't watch it. Yeah, me neither. That that's what that's kind of the way I feel. I feel like moving on. I feel like the Pro Bowl is the NBA now. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't think it's as outrageously like uh, flamboyant about the lack of effort that's you know going on there. The lack of giving a fuck. The yeah. the, the fucks yeah. given level is a little higher in the NBA regular season, but not a ton. It's like you're right at, at times they are basically outwardly saying, I don't give a fuck in the NBA. Yeah. And that's why it makes it even from a crowd standpoint, dude, I've been to like 10 NBA stadiums. Yeah. Arenas, what have you, Yeah, whatever the fuck you want to say. I've never, I mean, I haven't been to Oklahoma city Mm. short of Oklahoma city and maybe Portland. Yeah. I can't think of like a hostile, a hostile crowd. Back yeah. in the day, the Sacramento Kings or the Seattle Supersonics, but the Sonics are gone. Fucking Madison Square Garden used to be yeah. lit. Now, but Dolan ruined that. James Dolan, the owner. How do you, how do you do that? Because he's Just the worst sucking. owner in fucking sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's just the NBA has no feel, man. In terms of like truly intimidating 
arenas by reputation at this point. Oklahoma yeah. City. That's the only one I can think of. Like, really, actually has a home environment. Like, a, like, yeah. I mean, the fucking uh, Heat. <laughs> heat fans are all leaving no, the game. Uh, they're all leaving, and then like when the Knicks would play, there uh, half the crowd would be Knicks fans. Yeah. yeah Same yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, obviously Atlanta has no fucking success ever at Charlotte. Yeah, Oklahoma City is kind of an anomaly. They, I, I bet, I bet Utah. I bet actually yeah, they, they got asshole fans. They do have asshole fans, uh, but at least Indiana, they're passionate. I bet you know Indiana. I mean? Indiana still strikes me as a, a place that gets up. Maybe even Detroit. But no. Nah, not to the like point of like, dude, and you go in there and it's, it's, it's a guaranteed all corporate factor. money, man. Yep. It's people that don't even give a fuck. Yeah. I know people like this all the time. They're like, I don't even watch basketball, but I work at Google and they keep buying us tickets. So I go sometimes. <laughs> right. Well, that guess what? Then that's why your home environment is shit. And that's why the game to me suffers for the, I guess the hardcore fan, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. But I can tell you for me personally. Yeah. You got a bunch of people that don't even know what the fuck they're watching, but they're, they know LeBron James's name, you know? Yeah, man. It's just tough, man. But, uh, college basketball, Patty C I'm going to dive into this weekend was absolutely fucking brutal for me. Well, today I had a decent day. Yeah. I've been, uh, struggling myself. No, no, but I truly believe it's the way I lost that. I was cursed. Heartbreaking. I'm going to run through. All right. Break it down. Break down I the had heartbreak. Absolutely. This is the, my worst weekend of the year because of the way I lost. Yeah. Okay. Let me just go over to the actual dates because I'm writing. I'm right. Okay. You know what the worst part is about your, uh, your locks yesterday is you were actually over 500 on your overall picks. Well, that, well and you, <laughs> the worst part is with the exception of one lock, every team with five minutes left had a decent size lead. And was going to cover. Yes. <laughs> so, so th- that's my point. Okay. We're going to go. Wh- what's my first lock here. Michigan is up two with two minutes left and they are in control. Like I, I, you can, what's ha- the spread on this one? Uh, gosh, my, get off uh, me, man. Michigan uh, is minus three and a half. Yeah. Right. But check us out. They go. Oh, for six from the free throw line. Yeah. Including Oh, for two from like an 85% free throw shooter. Wow. And then Illinois ties it up with like 25 seconds left. But I'm saying for a good like three minutes, Michigan was up two and they had, they kept, kept getting, getting fouled. fouled. Yeah. And you're like, okay, if they get two buckets, they're covered. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then two, the game's going to be out of reach and then Illinois is going to foul and the, and, and the, the score yeah. will get even higher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for six or it's choking their ass. Dude, how can that line. team be that fucking bad? Xavier Simpson for all him being a good point guard. He is the worst free throw shooter. I think I've ever fucking seen from a point guard. No, obviously we're going to that's, uh, that's a bold statement, but um, who's worse, Mark Jackson? He was terrible. No, but this dude is fucking atrocious. He, they had a chance to beat Iowa a couple of weeks ago, or no, like a week ago. Fucking choked the line, and he can't. He can't hit shit at the free throw line. How can your point guard? This is going to cost you in the tournament. Yeah, this is going to cost you at some point. Every single game yeah. in the tournament is likely to come down to free throws but, at some point. But even there, even some of their other players, there was like eighty-five percent free throw shooter go over to him. Like you're, at, and they're at home. You practice here. Yeah. I mean, oh, so that, that was painful. Let me ask you this. Obviously uh, Juwan Howard being a uh, celebrity coach of sorts um, early into his tenure. So you can't even really blame this on him, but does coaching factor into uh, a team's free throw shooting? Or is that more the, the type of player they recruit or 
Uh, I mean, I think, I guess both, you should have a shooting co- Like to me, Xavier Simpson needs to be shooting that. Like if I'm the coach, yeah, that, mother- have that s- motherfucker shooting 10,000 free throws a week. Yeah. Your ball handler needs yeah. to be able to make his free throws down the stretch. He is a good player too. Yeah. That's I don't mean. I to wonder what him, his but- free throw percentage is uh, overall. Oh, it's gotta be bad, dude. It's I'll like 60%. It I think. Is that right? It's bad. It's really bad. Um, but then you go to Bradley, Indiana state. Same situation happens to me. I feel like not, not, well, not, uh, not from a free. Yeah. yeah. He's a uh, 59%, 59.2% this year and uh 59.6 for his career as a point guard. Yeah, that's a fucking liability, bro. You're six feet tall, that's man. A liability, it's not like man. you have this huge gawky body that you're Absolute kind of fucking, fucking liability come to terms with here. Uh, okay. But I moved down to Bradley. Bradley's beating beating Indiana state, but Indiana state opened up the game. Up ten, like I'm talking, like uh, the score was like sixteen to six. Yeah. Ever since then, Bradley went into the half with the lead. Bradley was do- like kind of like just be- beating them all game. Yeah. Once and got their Indiana bearings. State. That this was a close game, but just Indiana State. But with three minutes left, I'm looking. I'm like, well, Bradley's up five. Yeah. I'm feeling good. What spread on this one? This is uh Bradley, uh getting getting a two and a half. Okay. Okay. Right. So this should have been easy peasy. They're up five with how much? Like two or three minutes left. Oof. And I'm thinking, fuck yeah, I'm up seven, seven and, and a half. half. <laughs> right? And and I haven't even got to the ultimate fuck you. The ultimate fuck you is coming. Yeah. Um, then I scroll down the line. I know which one you're talking about. You posted about this. Oh my God, that was brutal. Hold on. But but moving down the line, where the fuck is my next lock? There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay. The whole game. Memphis was in control of this game. Yeah. I don't think they were losing until the final 30 seconds. Yeah. The entire game. Brutal. Right? They SMU went on a 15-0 run to win to end the game. Jeez. That is called fucking collapsing. Utter collapse. Bro, down the that stretch. was unbelievable. Cause I, the whole game I got this on. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, uh, this is at least I lost it. I mean, I lost the first two on some horrible luck. Yeah. And I'm like, this one's definitely coming through for me. Yeah. They're just been in control the whole game. Nope. <laughs> and that's when I was like, yo, the world's fucking with me. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm telling my, I'm texting my brother. Like, dude, I, I, I don't know that I've ever had your three bad losses like this. And then it got even worse because BYU, same situation. They're beating at San Francisco at the half, kind of in control of the whole game. Yeah. Final five minutes. I look They're They're, they're winning still. And then an epic bed shitting. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? All right. Now, here's what I could say. North Florida and Lipscomb, I didn't see any of this game. All yeah. right. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. Right. Didn't so, cover it though. <laughs> okay. And then I finally hit with Stephen F. Austin. Thank you, Stephen F. Austin. Then you go down, because I'm not done on, on the absolute shit in the bed here. Because <laughs> late in the night, I'm watching this game. Ooh. Well, first UTSA. Thank you, UTSA also. Um, it is. I, I, what, where is this game? I'm trying to talk about. Well, Washington just got their no, fucking no, no. asses. Here's why up. Washington destroyed me. I had a six game teaser going on and the first five had hit. Yeah. I had Washington plus 13 points, right? Yeah. All they had to do was cover 13. They missed two dunks and several, several free throws in the final couple minutes. Yeah. They won by 14. Yeah. So I'm talking one point and I push <laughs> oh, and then I hit the man. other five, but just the fact they bricked two dunks on breakaways. <laughs> That was the old triple lock for us that did not come through. I, I thought uh, Washington had had some bad luck and was going to 
catch fire. And I'm having to learn how to respect Colorado because they're they're a legit team. Yeah, they put it on both Washington schools this week. Uh, well then, <clears throat> this is the one I thought was going to come first. Saga, the real Washington school, but but yeah. power five Washington schools. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, this one was the one I thought was going to come before the uh, Washington game is Montana. Okay, Montana at Weber State. Mm-hmm. I have Montana minus three. They're up six with about a minute and 45 seconds left. <laughs> I'm watching this fucking game, bro. I got it on the app. I'm watching this thing on my iPad. Yeah. I'm like, we got this. I'll be damned if, if, uh, what, who, who are they playing again? Weaver. Weaver hits a, hits a, a, a fucking, I think it was a three. Might've been a long two. Yeah. To send it into overtime. And I'm just sitting there like, dude, Montana's been in control the whole fucking game. What the fuck? Right. Well, here's right? A, Yeah. And it goes to overtime, and then Weber wins the game outright in overtime. I'm just like, oh my god, I can't hit anything. I just lost my six game parlay or, or teaser. I mean, and then Weber, and then dude, I'm just, I, I, I was like, dude, I shouldn't bet. I shouldn't yeah. touch anything. I shouldn't touch any fucking thing right now because every game, every fucking game except maybe Lipscomb North North Florida, I have had the lead in majority. Like if you were to clock, I, like I said, I had a winning record picking every game. Yeah. If you were to clock the minutes my team was up. Mostly, I mean, I would bet it was like 90% of the time for yeah. the day. Really? I mean, hey, that's the thing about this is Vegas is so fucking good, right? That I would be interested to see the stats on it, but I'm sure they hit, you know, over or under. They got it fucking right down the middle at like 50% of their time. It's going over 50% of the time. But- it's going under. Or uh, so and so is covering the spread, or I mean, that's what makes them biggest. That's where that's how they but win. Check this out. Then it carried over to this morning. Yeah. In Indiana, what, minus one and a half. Who are they playing this morning? Maryland. Maryland in fucking Bloomington. Right. Which right then. And Maryland steals this game. Talk Big about a theft. Yeah. And and even NC Nick texted me saying, "Dude, my luck is jinxing his his luck because he locked it up." And I was like, "Dude, of course." Oh, Indiana was in position to win this game. They're up. Maryland went out. I think Maryland went on like a nine Oh run to, to close the game. Yeah. So I mean, this game was one. Yeah. So I thought I was going to have a horrible day, but then, then I fucking Jalen, uh, Jalen Smith, like 29 and 11. I want to say 29, 13. That was a great game. But then thankfully Northern Iowa and, and, and Creighton came through for me. So I did go two for one for the day. There so I had go. a winning day, but rebound, fuck, man, I couldn't buy a win this week. Been a tough call of names. Well, you know what? I think as a better though, you have to be encouraged by the fact that like it required a ton of bullshit for things to break the way they did. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I would much rather lose a game by 30 and just be flat out wrong. Bullshit. But the fact that it was painful losses, man, right? Painful. <laughs> One losses. after another oh, for six from the free throw. Line, you're like, what the fuck, man? Right. I can go there and go and shoot a better percentage of that right this second. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I can at least make a couple of those motherfuckers. Yeah. Right. And I'm not getting my education paid for. And let's be honest, in all likelihood, some side loot too. Just uh, a painful, painful, painful weekend though. Um, here's a, here's a, this is what I want to know though. This is where, you know, I think I need to like talk to Vegas. Someone get an insider in Vegas. Vegas are you out there? Yeah. Vegas, Vegas, come talk to me. Give me a, give me a Vegas, like bookie, you know, that will fucking break it down for me what like the highest percentage of like hitting is, especially over the course of like when you're picking as many games as we are, the fucking average law of averages is bound to catch up with you at some point, you know, 
Unless you truly like, well, we've been over 500 every year. I know you've only done it two years, but yeah. me and NC Nick have done it longer. Yeah. We've been over 500 every year. Well, yeah, I think, I think that we know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Right. We watch it. We see it. And I think picking every game as a matter of like, as a matter of fact is part of the reason that we're able to hit over 500 is because we just see the trends. Like we fucking, yeah. it's part of our daily routine, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so even if we don't want to be picking right in the morning, it's like, boom, you fucking stay on it. You're aware of what the fuck is going on. You can see something that stands out and say, okay, I'm going to bet. It's easy on. to see a tide it turn. It is easy to see a tide <laughs> turn. Um, I'm just saying no matter what you can be fucking, uh, the smartest dude in the world. It's if you're hitting over like 55, 60% over the course of an, an entire season to me, you're an all-star because yeah, like yeah. I, it's Vegas is just too fucking good. Yeah. You know, it's you, you gotta be, you gotta be, you got to see it and then fucking make your bets strategically because the, uh, if you're betting every fucking game, like that's why our if locks, you're, if you're betting every game, you have way too much money. Right. <laughs> All right. That's why our locks. I, I, I can see it. That's why it fucking hurts you because your locks, your pride and fucking joy oh, man, were dude. robbed from you. The things it you was had the way feeling. they did it to me. It was like yeah. a cheating whore. You know what I mean? <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> uh, look, I want to tell you guys that the uh, college experience is brought to you by DraftKings. It all comes down to the Super Bowl 54 car 54. Where are you? Huh? Now, now we're showing our age. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> who's going to be a, who's going to be a hoisting, hoisting the trophy to quote, uh, you know, that Chicago bears SNL bit and spraying champagne all over their faces with their goggles. These pussy players. They can't even, they got to put goggles on now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does sting. Uh, <laughs> but uh, look, I think personally, the chiefs are going to get it done. Patty. See you. I think Andy Reid's finally going to get that win. I think the Niners are the better team. I'm rooting hard for the chiefs. Yeah. You know, I saw, uh, who's a little dipstick, uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> commentator, not cowherd, but fucking, uh, the blonde one. Skip Bayless. Bayless is saying that, you know, he's never seen a cock your fucking coach's response. And, Andy, I don't even know what the fuck he said. He just once again, he just he's he's hold on, hold on. Let me just finish this ad read real yeah, quick. Okay. Look, uh, this is your last chance to play fantasy football until next season with DraftKings, right? The official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from Super Bowl Fifty Four. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the other competition. Plus new users who sign up today on DraftKings use the code SGP will receive a free shot at $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a million dollars, right? Get in on all the super bowl 54 action, download the DraftKings app. Now enter the code SGP for sign up for a limited time. All new new users will get that one shot that, that free shot at a million dollars with your first deposit bonus. That's code SGP. You guys know DraftKings. You fucking hit the jackpot. You're yeah. winning big. Sean Green, our own Sean Green's done it before. You can do it too. Yeah. Now back to you were saying Skip Bayless is a fucking fool. All right. Skip Bayless is a fucking fool. Look, I, I he's still is he still I, I haven't watched him in so long, but is he still trying to say that LeBron James is not a good basketball player? They all have their fucking little <laughs> just the most ridiculous stupid ass. It's opinions. shocked shit. It's like the yeah. shit Joe Rogan was talking about. Yeah. Stephen, what did you think of that? Stephen A. Smith. Uh well listen, I heard it out of order. So I didn't hear what Stephen A. Smith had said. Um and I thought when what do you I mean heard, you didn't hear I heard his response to Even Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so obviously like he, he got the, the first crack at my opinion 
And I thought he did a, a decent job of acquitting himself. I think he had a little bit of a point in saying that Connor in his video, at least yeah. he didn't address the fact that he had called Donald Cerrone a folder or a quitter, you know? Yeah. And so I didn't even know that that was said okay. until after the fact. But when I first saw it, you know, I think there is something to be said for the fact that we're not 100% sure that Conor McGregor showed he's back because he got, I mean, it may be like some insane, sublime fucking like skill set that he had that allowed him to fucking throw I, a I, shoulder. I'd say and it fucking, still showed you that he, he's capable of oh, winning very, a big fight. So, so that it did show you something. And then, no, I was convinced after it. Yeah. I was convinced for sure that he's back, you know, but a shoulder, like uh, a shoulder throw into the face. If that broke his nose right off the bat, I could see where like, okay, maybe someone's not convinced that like he can stand and throw hands and grapple and do all this shit. The fight was kind of over before it started to me, to me, honestly, that indicated like, Hey, this guy will beat you with his fucking shoulder. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a different guy and he is back, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and UFC, the nature of it is that, uh, it's a, a fluky sport in a little bit, although he, he had gotten beaten outright in his last, uh, Khabib definitely fucking just handed him his shit, yeah. you know? So is he ready for that level of fight? I don't know. And I, I can say that, but, but like the part of Stephen A's, I mean, I can't stand Stephen A. Smith, but I'm saying like part of, part of what he, uh, he said, I, I, it's not that I can't, he's probably a nice dude. Just like Rogan said, yeah. but I'm saying like, I, he makes off of it. It's like the, he's like the TMZ, yeah. which by the way, fuck TMZ. For breaking that Kobe Bryant story without telling his fucking family, by the way. Yeah. And how bad is our journalism that every fucking publication is saying, uh, three people in the helicopter, five people, yeah. two people. He's all, just trying so hard dude, to break it. How first. about you just wait for the fucking facts of the thing yeah. and then dropping it? But anyway, and that, that's a that's a, t- a another tangent I could go on. But everyone trying to make their money. But Stephen A. To me, he's like, and this is where at first I was agreeing with this video. But he's definitely one of these guys. He's a shock. He's a shock jock essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. Big time. And, and he goes, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, a fan. I'm entitled to my opinion, just like you. And I go, you know what? You're right. Yeah. He's right. He should be able to post it or podcast podcast or do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. But where he's wrong to me is where he's like, I always hate this entitlement. I've seen skip Bayless do this yeah. I've as seen a sports reporter for 25 years yeah, who has done like yeah. a small level of like coverage of this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm qualified. Opinion. Yeah, I'm qualified to talk. I'm about like, this. no, you're not fucking qualified. Yeah, you deserve you're not to get fucking shat qualified. On. Yes, yeah. you and 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 I'll bring that same argument back to you. You're just to do with an opinion. Yeah, you're just to do with the fucking opinion. Right. And especially a guy that, from my knowledge, I don't think you've ever had an extensive history in, in UFC. Yeah. And it clearly showed. You know what I mean? So, so I don't know. I just feel I feel like that shit is ridiculous that they can actually like he's using that same angle at one part. Saying, well, I, you know, I, it's everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. And then he's saying, because of 25 years, no, you're just a sports reporter just to fucking do the talks. Yeah. All right. Don't act like it's a fucking surgeon or some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yes, you, you, your opinion in sports has got you a lot of money. Yeah. Right. It, it, be thankful it, for that. Maybe yeah. as much about the fucking show, you know, this little fucking clown show you're putting on as it is your knowledge oh, of I sports. I feel like your average sports fan that really knows sports is not a Stephen A. Smith fan. Yeah. Or Skip Bayless fan. Look, I, I actually respect Stephen A. Smith. I respect his grind. I respect his grind. I respect his opinion sometimes. I And I, I'm 
aware when he's sticking it up. You know, yeah. I think it's fairly obvious. And well, Bayless, when he what, like Bayless was like, like when LeBron was winning in Miami, yeah, he would just like still say he like it was unbelievable. He and Cowherd are low key like as much as like I'm a conservative douchebag to some extent. Like when they're being little conservative douchebags, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, that's what kind of what they are. They they don't they don't like to, you know, admit when edgy players are just fucking good. You know. Yeah. So I don't know, but, but, but anyway, uh, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Let me do the Danta base top 25. Is there any other college basketball that I wanted to note on before I uh, enter this, into this gauntlet? No, I wanted to talk about my, my locks being horrible. We'll touch on some college football later. Uh, my tw- Danta base top 25. If you never heard this before, we give you no spin zone, no bullshit top 25 teams. Now, this is the first weekend where I really feel like a lot of the teams stayed in the fucking mix. Well, yeah, I heard a stat that yeah. I want to say uh, 21 games involving top 25 teams, and those teams went against unranked teams, uh, and those teams went 19 and 2. So, yeah. super chalk. Pretty pretty impressive. So, with that, my t- number 25 team in the nation is the Arkansas Razorbacks. And the first time this season that that's happened. Yeah, yeah. Even for like a day, let alone a couple of days. Right. <laughs> Uh, Arkansas big win. Uh, that look, they, they had lost a couple games in order. They had lost at Mississippi state. They had lost, uh, to Kentucky. They were in that Kentucky game. Um, but they, they, they come back home beat, uh, or no, they were home. So they stayed at home, uh, beat TCU though. Jamie Dixon and TCU beat them by double digits. Nice win for the Razorbacks. I got them number 25 in the nation. I had it at Stanford, but Stanford lost to Cal tonight. Very nice. Um, at number 24, I got the Wichita state shockers. Patty Cena is all about shockers. Oh yeah. Right? I, mean, I give them religiously. <laughs> Wichita got back. Look, Wichita. I still feel like this team is better than, uh, better than probably their ranking right now. Cause they, they, they played a red hot, red hot Houston team yeah. and lost. And, uh, well they, they'd lose at temple though. Temple's yeah, they a had fucking a, weird uh, team. two game losing streak there. Temple's a weird team man. temple lost to Penn. I can't get a finger on, on temples basketball this year. Yeah. I can't get a feel. You know what I mean? You can't get a finger on anything. I can't. I, I, you I got did. a Colombian. I got a finger on something and she wanted to marry me. Patty. C, right? <laughs> she tried to get a ring on her finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, but I, I think this Wichita team still could be a nightmare matchup for some teams in the tournament. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, not that, not that I'm there yet. I don't have Tulsa in the top 25. Yeah. But we might need to start talking about them. If you look at the AAC, Tulsa pulled out a nice win at UConn today in overtime, far trip. Uh, we might start have to be t- talking about the golden hurricane here. And I know you love a good golden hurricane. I have had many. No, d- describe to me uh, the difference between a golden shower and a go- golden hurricane. Because the hurricane is when you, it's into a fan. Into a fan. Yeah. Okay. I got a story for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Please. What do you got going here? So this was when we we're probably 23, 24 years old. We had just moved out to San Diego and uh, my brother met this pretty fucking hot chick who's actually back from Northern Virginia, Fairfax. Okay. And uh, smoking smoke show. Right. And uh, probably tagged her a few times back in Fairfax then. Huh? Yeah. Maybe. I'm joking. I'm hey, joking. Yeah, we all, we all <laughs> hit the Fairfax circuit. Uh, no, uh, so they're doing their thing. And then, um, he goes to the bar. She sees her ex at the bar and fucking ditches 
Broheim. Wait, wait, wait. So he's on a date with her. Well, we're all just out at the bar together, you know. They, so he's been plowing her for a while. Me, Mickey. And I need the backstory. You're not painting this thing very well. Okay, so he's been he's, he's been, been hooking up with her for a while. Yeah, he's been well not a while, just a couple times, you know. Okay. And so, but the, he's he's interested, you know. He's like, she's super hot, you know. Yeah. She's from home, you know. Let's see what's up. She's a slut. He was into sluts <laughs> at the time. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, she sees like some ex that she'd been hooking up with and kind of like fucking like ditches out on Broheim at the in bar. In front of everybody. Well, I think just like, I mean, not everyone's watching, but like there's only a couple is there. And I, I didn't even notice, but like, and I was like, where is she? And he was like, oh, she's fucking. And then he's like another guy in the bathroom. Right. Probably. Yeah. And so he like, we were like, fuck this. Right. So she lives like a couple blocks, like maybe a block and a half from the bar. Right. So we go back to their place. Right. Wait. So and you guys have access into her apartment? No. The door is locked. We go and try and go in the lock. Cause we're going to fuck the place up. Right. <laughs> and, uh, we can't get in. So okay. they, they put Mickey and, uh, Broheim put me on the uh, shoulders. Right. And uh, do a little window action. I jump. I get into the sliding. Is glasses. the statue of limitations ruin this thing? I this think, is a podcast. I think we're good. I'm not. <laughs> this is a false story. So take this with a grain of salt. Okay. Quote, quote, false. Um. So we get in there, and uh, <laughs> this is a good story. Um. I'm not gonna say that. I don't know if it's a good. It's a fucking disturbing story. But anyway. Um. <laughs> so sliding glass door is open. I go and unlock the front door. Needless to say, we kind of wreck shop on that place. Uh, bro scrubs his asshole with her toothbrush. Oh, puts it back in the fucking oh. thing. Oh, they're completely obvious. Like, yeah, color change happened. <laughs> like, if you're brushing your tooth with Jesus. that toothbrush, you're not paying any fucking attention to life. Um, yeah, so, so that never happened. So okay. that probably never happened. But but like, still, it's to the, the extent the, the message was sent. Either way, I delivered a golden sh- uh, hurricane onto her room. Oh, because we were just thinking about pissing on her, uh, on her bed and her sheet and stuff. <laughs> but we were like, you know what? Here's a fan. So I turn on the fan. Like one of those little power fans. Yeah. A little power. Oh, fan. It was a big man. fan though. It was like a stand up like ground fan. Yeah. And so I piss in the back. I'm worried about getting electrocuted because I'm pissing into the back of the fan, but it, <laughs> cause I didn't want to piss into the front of it <laughs> and had it fool. shoot back at me. So I stand behind <laughs> I and I just see you get electrocuted. <laughs> right. so she comes back and you're just on the ground this with your dick idiot, out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that would have happened. Okay, that, hold that, on. So, so you continue pissing all of this thing. Well, yeah, I just pissed into the back of the fan. I, I, I so golden, you golden hurricane her. I golden hurricane her room. So you should be all about the, what uh, Frank Haith is doing at the at the, the I, at Tulsa. <laughs> Tulsa is they're living, in first place, man. Tulsa's bringing that energy too. They do got big BDE because look College at that. Uh, do you have right their now. rankings right there for the AAC? Uh, Tulsa is sitting here at number one in the AAC. N- who would have fucking predicted that? Well, not in overall ranking, but in conference ranking, they're six and well, one. That's the one that matters. That's going to be their one seed right now right. In, in the conference tournament. Six and one. Houston's uh, actually who is it that's got the best overall here? Uh, Wichita. Wichita, yeah, yeah, seventeen and three. Houston at sixteen and four. Tulsa at fourteen and six. But you're right. This is this is for. Uh, Conference tournament. You're gonna seating. get a buy. You're gonna get a fucking buy. I think. Yeah. This is a tough conference. Yeah. It's, it's a good. It's good. It's good. Becoming. Is Boise gonna be in this too? Who? We've talked a lot about that, but we have. We're still gonna talk about it every episode. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We drink. We talk. Yeah. Gibberish. 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 We've Tell met. a friend. That's right. By if the you, way, if you're into this stupid shit, actually, I'm in the middle of this right now. Before I go to number twenty-three, I want to tell you guys. Can we please, please, look. I don't get this way, Patty. See a lot. 
Yeah. I know I do. Sh- I have to do shtick and I have to say, can you leave an iTunes comment? Most of the past couple of years I've been doing that, right? Yeah. I really can't emphasize enough. It's time for them to please subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Any of our listeners, see, we're having a hard time with the with the jump over Patty C. Essentially, is that right? No, we're getting some love on the comments, but we our subscribers are they're lazy. They're probably listening but not subscribed. Yeah. My point is, guys, can you get over there? Please leave us an iTunes comment. Where the college experience is independent now. We are not on the uh, the 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 network anymore, essentially, and uh, still an affiliate, but. We are on our own. We're out in the fucking, we're an independent. Yes. We are in the wilderness. We have, uh, I guess you could call us like a, a football only school. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> All I'm saying is we are out. Chia. And we need you, the listener to help us out here. Uh, now with that said, I got at number 23, I got the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Ooh. They lost, they lost at Iowa. Mm. Right. Miss. We watched that game on Wednesday. Yeah. But they played Nebraska and they almost took a horrible loss. Almost took a horrible loss that probably could have cost them some seeding opportunities or maybe even a bid to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. But instead very un Rutgers. Like they hit a fadeaway game winning three at the buzzer clutch Rutgers cute dude. Cause that would have been a really bad. Cause it doesn't matter if you lose to Maryland or something like that, but you lose a game to Nebraska. That's lost to UC Riverside. Yeah. You, you got issues then. That's a, that's a blip on the radar. Nebraska is. Yeah. But they got it done. They got the win. Yeah. Survive in advance, baby. Survive. That's in advance. the name of the game. 15 and five with the loss to Iowa in uh, this past week. In Iowa city. That was a close one. They were ranked 24 coming into the week. What you know, is- they got Ron Harper jr. On this Rutgers team. Uh, Ron Harper senior. That's a guy that used to piss me off on that fucking Lakers team, by the way, Ron Harper. Yeah. You know, Ron Harper pissed me off on the bulls team. Cause it was just like, how unfair is this? Yeah. Cause he was, I don't know if he was ever all-star level. No, he was on the Cavs and the Clippers. He was fucking really good. He was having like 22 a game back on the Cavs. Yeah, the and he was just like, yeah, I'm yeah. down to be like the 10th man on the bulls. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He had had some like, he was just like always like mimicking the Jordan moves. And yeah, pissed me off. There's a lot of those dudes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Rutgers at uh, t- at 23 at 22. I got. I think Ron Harper may have even worn the little shin sleeve, like at the same time Jordan did. Yeah, like you're gonna like bite his like style like and be on his team. Yeah, come on, dude. He's the only dude wearing this shit, and you're gonna fucking. I could be wrong. I mean. Keep going. Let me. I'm yeah. gonna look up Ron Harper Bulls pictures. Yeah, he was just like Jordan. I think. Yeah, he would got, do. He would do the fist pump like Kobe and Jordan. Yeah, he's got the little fucking one yeah. leg sleeve. Yeah. He's yeah. not really wearing it on his knees on his chin. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, dude? Uh, Even and, the fucking armband on one arm. He he really wanted to be. I know, Jordan, dude. Really That's what well, he would always say that back in the nineties. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Ron. If you're listening to this, you're getting shit on, but <laughs> you're not. So you were really good on the Cavs and the Clippers before that knee injury. Um. At uh at what what am I at twenty two, I got the Colorado Buffaloes. Colorado two big wins against both Washington schools. Colorado's fucking good. I know, man. McKinley Wright, great point guard. This is a, a this is a veteran team too. Yeah. So we should. See, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh they could be the top seed. Uh, Stanford lost tonight, like I mentioned. Oof. I think USC is currently the top seed, but I think uh 
Colorado and Arizona lost to Arizona State. You see, I was right on that uh, that, that Dude, radio show again. I huh? wanna, especially after what? How much did they lose by in the previous uh, like thirty five? That was in um, Tucson. Tucson. They come back to Tempe. Yep. The fucking guy on. Uh, I was on another podcast uh, the the other day, and uh, he questions your fucking credibility yeah, a little yeah. bit, saying, "Hey, you are aware that they lost by what thirty? Yeah, and you say, "Hey, the fact that it's in Tempe and the fact that there's that revenge factor, you know what? I was looking at the picks. I was picking after you. I saw your fucking ASU pick on that game. I was tempted to go with it and say, "Hey, ride, ride Colby's gut here." I said, "Hey, the number's too big from the last game. I was fucking wrong." Colby fucking that's a magical pick. I'm going to give you some credit. On I that. gave three dogs, two of the three hit and the third one, they lost by two. So that it almost had three. I almost went three for three on the dogs, dude. Anytime you're calling a team to fucking win outright. Yeah. That has lost to the same team within the past month or two. Yeah. Month by 30. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a fucking money. That's aspect. BDE right there. That's BDE big time. There we go. All right. The buffs though at 22. And I think they're a really dangerous team. I think they could win this pack 12. I think they're very capable of winning the pack 12. Gosh, who to thunk. I think it's going to come down to the, oh, I mean, Stan with Stanford losing the night to Cal was huge, man. Cal's a strange team. They beat Washington and, and, and Stanford now and the pack 12, uh, kind of doing what they do in football, beating themselves yep. up a little bit. And at 21, I got the Hawkeyes, Iowa Hawkeyes. You, we were just mentioning they beat Ron Harper Jr. and company when they uh, and then they, they beat Michigan. Xavier Simpson couldn't make free throws there, and uh, the Hawkeyes are doing it. The classic. Why is Iowa football and Iowa basketball the same? Same thing. Win exactly fundamentals. Seventy percent of your yeah. games. It's just the same team. It's the same team. Yeah. <laughs> In fact. Uh, I need to get my calculator out there. 14 and five. I'm pretty sure that's almost exactly 70%. Let's, uh, how do you do this thing? You, what is you it? Calculate uh, 14 divided by 19. Yeah. There we go. 73.6%. There you go. There you go. Very Iowa of you. Well, I'm staying in Iowa and I'm going up to Northern Iowa. Yeah. Cause I got Northern Iowa at number 20. No, number 19. I'm sorry. Wait, number 20. What am I on right here? 25 is Arkansas. 24, Wichita. 23, Rutgers. 22, Colorado. 21, Iowa. 20, Northern Iowa. I'm counting, guys. Boom. Uh, huge win today in overtime. That they were the top, the top ranked team in the Missouri Valley was Loyola, Chicago. Remember, you might you oh. might have heard of them. They went to the Final Four. Oh, the yeah. Ramblers. They uh, sister so and so sister Mary Jean or something or sister sister Jean yeah, yeah. Right, she right. uh or uh she the Ramblers came on the road into uh into Northern Iowa and they took a loss in overtime classic Missouri Valley matchup you can't I'm telling you you got to start watching these Missouri Valley games they're, I should get they, more they're, into they're it they're fun they're fun buddy it's competitive yes so uh, give it up for the Panthers Kurt Warner's got to be happy out there uh at number nineteen. I got the Auburn Tigers. We Tigers on this pod. Look, they did. They did exactly. We took Iowa State to cover. Yeah, they covered. Yeah, Auburn still doesn't have great wins. I still think this team is. It could be fake. It could be fake into us. Yeah. I mean, when Iowa State, Iowa State might be one of their better wins. Iowa State has a losing record, <laughs> uh, and they still only Auburn still only beat them by four. Um, at home too. It wasn't in Ames. In Ames, it would kind of make sense. Yeah. 
Auburn got by South Carolina, but before that, obviously the the horrible loss to South Carolina wins looking better and better. Both to Alabama or at Alabama and Florida. Um, yeah, Auburn maybe maybe figuring it out. They they finally got a test against some decent teams, and they're like, all right, we're not that good, but yeah, we're not shitty either. Back on track. Be interesting team to uh, watch moving forward for sure. All right, this next team at number eighteen is the Fighting Illini, who is currently the top seed in the Big Ten. Wow. Who uh, who would have thunk that? Is that is Nick Anderson? Is Nick Anderson back at Illinois? Uh, <laughs> Nick Anderson ain't walking through the doors. As I'm saying, and uh, talk Williams. about missing yeah. free throws. Remember oh, that? Man, wow. Well, I was actually kind of rooting for the Rockets there, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of glad he missed those free throws. Right, that yeah. whole thing about Shaq being a punk ass back then. Yeah, but Nick Anderson was on that Kings team, and is quoted as saying, "The refs fixed that game." That guy has experienced more heartbreak. He's had some, he's whether had some at bad his own moments. hands or at the hands of the he's referees. Had some bad moments. Uh, look, Illinois is the team. Look, that Michigan game was impressive. Like I said, I know Michigan still went over six, but they came down. Illinois stole that game. When you could, and they've won, they've won on the road in the Big Ten. They would, they beat Purdue at Purdue. Yeah. Uh, was did they win at Rutgers or was that game Which in Champaign? Which is hard Champaign, enough actually. to do in the Big Ten of these days. Let me take a look. Rutgers, that win was at home. Yeah. So so, but so they nice. squeaked by them, but it was a good win. Well, Rutgers has proven themselves to be pretty good. Yeah, squeaked by Michigan. Handled a up and down Purdue team. The Northwestern Northwestern's decent this year. I feel like. Uh, well, they're in the Big Ten, so they're a strange team. They beat Providence, lost to Merrimack. You yeah. figure that team out. Um, but I got the Illini at uh, number eighteen at number seventeen. So you think I think Illinois might be able to do some damage in this tournament? Um, I think they could be a very dangerous draw. I know I say that about every team this year. That's what I was noticing. It's fucking. It's tough. It's tough to. I say it's about every team every week. Tough to get a good gauge on who's good. I mean, the top end of the you look at the standings uh, of the Big Ten. Illinois 15 and five, Michigan 15 and five, Maryland 16 and four, Rutgers 15 and five, Iowa 14 and five, Indiana 15 and five, uh, Penn State 14 and five. It's like, how do you fucking predict one team over another? Yeah, this is going I mean, down to the final game of the, of the regular season. What was it? Uh, didn't uh, Indiana beat Michigan State the other day? They blew them out. They blew them out. Oh, no, they won. They won by a decent amount. Then yeah. Michigan State turns around and gets a, a tough W. Yeah, at, at Minnesota. Yeah. Then Maryland, like I said, steals one in Indiana, kind yeah. of the way like Illinois stole one in. Uh, and I said L Illinois. L Illinois. There is no vowel to start. But that. the um, facts are the facts. This team is here's why I like them, as opposed to other teams. Is they're young. They're incredibly young. Yeah. And they're like Houston to me. They're Houston. Houston. They're getting better as because they're so young. We the, the, early in the year wasn't a great representation yeah. of who they truly are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think both could be w- when you see teams that are that young get good, like Kentucky, another one. Um, I wouldn't want to play them again with the. Uh, I don't know if it's like. To me, the American, like dominated the sport obviously forever. The European players started to make an impact. There was always your Dikembe Mutombos and whatnot. Patrick Ewing's Ewing. Well, he's Jamaican. Um, but the, the, the African with the African name is really starting to emerge as like a fucking force in the NBA or not in the NBA, but, uh, and in the NBA and in the NBA, uh, AO 
Desunmu is leading uh, Illinois in scoring. Kofi Cockburn, actually, Kofi sounds more like a uh, island name. And Cockburn sounds like something you might have. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we've all been there before. <laughs> Either way, uh, young team. I'm. Uh, I haven't watched enough Illinois. I'm going to lean on your expertise there. Oh man, they, they once again full court press. They, they, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I got athletes. I love it. I All think, right. I think uh, they're a dangerous draw. I have been notified. I'm going to keep an I'd eye. I'd much on rather them. play Iowa than Illinois in the, in the tournament. I'll put it like that. Well, Iowa, yeah. Unless it comes down to yeah. free throws. <laughs> True. Uh, coming in at number seventeen, I got the LSU Tigers. We Tigers, we pay our players and our coach stays. Doesn't give a fuck. His name right. is Will Wade, but hey, this is college basketball. Yeah, this is this is the college experience. We pay right? our players. Yeah, when you're a big enough school, we pay our players and don't give a shit. But check this out. We'll pay our players in front of the fucking camera. Yeah. On national television with yeah. millions of people watching. And then we'll say it's fuck monopoly money the <laughs> next day. And then we'll have our quarterback rat us out yeah. and say it's real money. And that? nothing will happen because we're fucking LSU. Yeah. And we're so powerful. Yeah. Um, here's the deal though. Will Wade's actually a decent college basketball coach, despite him paying his players like, like just like Bill Self does, and just like a bunch of other fucking coaches do. Yeah, uh, they they got, that was impressed. They got that win at Texas. They were up by a lot at one point in that game. Yeah, Texas came storming back, took the lead, but then LSU sits down, you know, doesn't panic, gets it together, gets the dub. This team keeps winning these fucking close games. They've won like ten close games in a row. I feel like. Yeah. Uh I'm inclined to say that this team, this team could be a counterfeit team. Any team that is doing that. I mean, let's look back at their last few games. They here. have some talent on this roster. Two point win players. over Texas. Yeah. Two point win over Florida. Four point win at Mississippi. Four point win at a and M one point win against Mississippi state two point win against Arkansas. And then they get a couple of decent victories. And then they suffer two losses, including one against uh, East Tennessee State at home. East Tennessee State's a really good team, though. Fair enough. But either way, the they're well, let me count this: one, two, three, four, five, six. Most recent games by five or less. By four or less. Jeez. Yeah. You got to think. You got to fade that at some point. Yeah. But then again, man, they they have a talented roster. Like I watched them. I watched that Texas game a lot yeah. of it. They have a talented roster. Okay. Next up. At number 16, I got the Maryland Terrapins. Yeah. Boy, did they need two road wins in a row, Northwestern and Indiana. And, and by the way, they were down big early to Northwestern. They stormed back at the win. Yeah. They were up at halftime against Indiana here, but Indiana kind of controlled the whole second half until the final two minutes. And then Maryland went on, a, I think it was a 9 or 10 0 run. And they, hey, as much as I've talked shit about Turgeon, they're somehow getting these wins. Got a big road two, win. Two uh, two road wins in a row in the Big Ten. It doesn't matter who the, who it's against. Take it. Yeah, uh, Jalen Smith. Um, let me say this: performing at a level, especially with those goggles. And you gotta love it. His Once body again, frame, NBA live creative player. Right. Well, just Horace Grant, really. Yeah. Athletic, more athletic. Wearing black and red, you know, yeah. wearing the goggles, yeah. kind of being six eleven and strong. And Horace Grant had special goggles, though. Why did no one else wear those? Those things were like gigantic on the corners. Yeah, they were like big, like kind of rectangular, but like rounded off. They're they fucking. Kind of, they're kind of genius. Very cool. Very. very like he was swag. like swimming goggles. Right. Like you when you go snorkeling, like Horace <laughs> Grant was wearing fucking snorkeling, snorkeling goggles. goggles. 
Yeah. Jalen Smith is a little more sleek, a little yeah. more aerodynamic. Yeah. Horace yeah. Grant was wearing some fucking swimming. Like snorkeling how are you supposed goggles. to shoot with that big right. ass goggles with on your the face. snorkel in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing out there? Is that the best you could do? That's why Michael Jordan's like, fuck you motherfucker. I'm shooting this man. <laughs> Can't see motherfucker. Literally wearing <laughs> snorkeling goggles. Can't see for shit. You have flippers on right. your feet right now. <laughs> uh, look, I got the turps though. Are you? What do you think? Are you gonna? Are you liking Maryland? Maryland heading into this tournament? I never like Maryland heading into the tournament. Okay. Well, they, they won a championship are, back in 2002 with Juan Dixon and Steve Blake. Well, even a blind dog finds a bone some days. I'm gonna say this: Maryland is Cincinnati to me. Anytime you're that athletic, like we said earlier, Cincinnati's never won a championship. Maryland. I mean, maybe, I mean, they might have uh, not recently. <laughs> they did. They beat Ohio state back to back years in the sixties. I want to say 62. My and point, yeah, when they had Oscar Robertson, probably probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, I mean, recently, All right. Maryland's actually done damage before. In the Maryland's tournament. a fucking better team. Okay. Yeah. But the they, I like season, that comparison though. Yeah. They're not so different. Yeah. Um, and uh, especially since fucking Gary Williams is gone. Yeah. They're pretty much the same team. Maryland might get a little further on. Yeah, Cincinnati is like an all-time choke in the tournament team. Yeah. But last year they were beating Iowa, I think by like 17 points. Iowa storms back with the win. <laughs> Maryland's a team that'll win some games in the tournament, but I just and don't trust them. Choke. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be able to shoot free throws. Right when you buy in, then they'll 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 yeah. uh, they'll fuck they'll you. They'll let over. you down. Uh all right. At number uh 15, I got the Houston Cougars. Tell us about it while I get us some more ice. You get us some ice, buddy. All right. Uh look, Kelvin Sampson. I think he's one of the better coaches in college basketball. He's got, and I'm sure he's paid some players too. Not at Houston, but back in his Oklahoma days when he had a, well, actually was he Blake Griffin? I think Blake Griffin might've been, he might've recruited Griffin, but I think Jeff Capel was their head coach when Blake Griffin was there. But my point is, is he paid fucking players. I don't know who, who the hell else was at Oklahoma prior to Blake Griffin. I'm trying to think now Trey young was after Blake Griffin, dude. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking with me on that? Yeah, I'm trying to. I mean, I know, I know you're gonna dive back and say like fucking Mookie Blaylock or Wayman Tisdale or something, but I mean, I'm running around putting fucking ice and drinks here. You're asking me who the fuck was at Oklahoma back in 1988. Mm. This is a database question. I'm looking more so the the mid 90s. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of uh, some of some of their some of their big players. I know they had some players go to the NBA. I'm just struggling to think of who. Man, I, Oklahoma basketball kind of emerged. Uh, in the 2000s. No, there would have been a multiple final fours. I think in back in the eighties, they, uh, to me at least. Yeah. Mickey Blaylock, Wayman Tisdale. It's a good team right there. That is a good team. They're on the same squad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, look, my point is, is Samson's good though. He's a good coach. I think he's a proven coach. I don't believe it's just all, Hey, he brings in talented players. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a winner. I think Houston, the other day, the Houston Cougars, I mean, other day, other year had, they just made a free throw. They, uh, they would have, they probably, they would have been going deep because they were in the sweet 16 where they missed that free throw. And then Michigan comes down and buries that, the that three from like half court. Mm. Um, but I got the Cougars at 15. I think this team's getting, like I said, with Illinois, I feel like they're getting better as the season goes along. They were incredibly young coming into the season. Well, they're 16 of four at this point. Um, winners of four in a row. Is that what they Isn't like eight of nine? Ten of their last eleven. Yeah, that's what I'm like. saying. They're red hot. Their only loss was at Tulsa, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Golden Hurricane, man. The inner Houston. powers. Yeah. 
of the golden hurricane. The inner, the, the power of the hurricane will, will, will spray everyone. All right. Look, but I, uh, at number 14, we have the Butler bulldogs and I'll be there by the way. If any Butler fans out there, I'll be in Butler. I'll be in Indianapolis. Uh, one of the, I think it's one of the older gyms in college. It's from the 1920s. That gym. Wow. So where they filmed, uh, uh, I, think Hoosiers? It might be. I think it might be Google. I think the state championship might've been there. Wow. Do a little Google action on that. I was watching this Butler game the other day and I could see that it, the stadium just looks so old. It looked like Boston garden or some shit. Gotcha. Looking forward to go. If you're in the Indianapolis area or if you're in the Cleveland area or perhaps the Dayton, Ohio, no, all three, I'm going to be in all three Cleveland, Dayton, and Indianapolis. If you're in those areas, reach out, meet up. I'll buy you a beer, get you a t-shirt, stuff like that. Good old fashioned times. Tell me which bars to go to. Tell me a good sandwich spot to get. Come on. Let's do the college experience. You fucks. Butler's really good. I'm having a hard time finding this. Oh, you're having a hard time finding your fucking <laughs> face. I don't <laughs> know what I'm talking about. That's being generous. Right. Um, the obvious play was my miniature penis. Um, I, I knew that was too predictable though. <laughs> uh, look, Butler's really good. They, they came back, they were down. Uh, who they just beat? Who they just beat? Who's was, was it? No, Xavier beat. No, Creighton beat Xavier. Butler beat Marquette. And that was a wild, that was a good game, man. That halftime where Butler was down, they come storming back. The Bulldogs, I think, are for real. I think that we even climb up higher, probably. I don't know. The big the big east is so tough. At number 13, the Duke of Blue Devils, Patty C. Yeah. Well Butler Fieldhouse. Yep. There yep. it is. That is where the state championship. It looks like of it, dude. Hoosiers it looks like filmed. it, man. Yeah, buddy. Nice. Good so when pull, I get baby. there, I'm gonna measure that fucking court. Go. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell NC Nick. I'm gonna see, see that, see that foot. Don't be, don't be nervous, buddy. Yeah. Right. The free throw line's the same distance. Yeah. Just like it was at the dirt courts. My dick is the same distance. <laughs> still way short. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry though, baby. I still use it. Right. Just like I always have. <laughs> uh, no, 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 let me grab one of these Indianapolis broads. No, I'm joking. Um. <laughs> Look, I got the Blue Devils at uh, at number thirteen. Dukes, uh, you know they've responded, I guess. Well, they they, they who they beat? They beat. Uh, They've kind of been off the radar for the past. Well, they lost two games in a row, and then yeah, because I had them. They they're in the same spot as they were last week. They're at thirteen. I didn't move them up. I didn't move them down. Have they played? They haven't even played, have they? Let me see. I feel like they beat somebody though. Duke's most recent game was. A win against Miami, a crushing. Yeah, so. well, that, that's pretty much playing nobody. Yeah. Um, but they got the win, so they stay in the same spot because the other teams had better wins. If anything, Butler might even need to pass them. At number twelve, I got the West Virginia Mountaineers. Patty C, and they just destroyed Missouri. SEC Big Twelve Challenge. Huggy is a fucking impossible coach to predict. Yeah, his team performs like fucking champions. Some days and then shits to bed the others. That's why they're like, I mean, obviously West Virginia is not Cincinnati, but I'll always remember fucking the Bearcats as Bob Huggins team. Yeah. And no, that, that's, it. that's where their reputation fucking started for me. Um, West Virginia. What do you, they, they, they've gone deep before. I yeah. Guess he got him to a final four. Huggins is a decent tourney coach. You know, he's gotten Cincinnati and West Virginia to a final four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, yeah, Huggins is a better coach. There, this team is capable of winning it all. 
They are really good on defense. And if you look at Virginia last year, who went to the championship and won the championship, yeah, I think West Virginia is probably the best defensive team in college basketball. That's right. I, I would. Uh, I'm gonna get on Ken Palm here and check you. Uh, I mean, I'm not basing it off stats. I'm saying off of the vision test. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that I, I feel like I've overheard uh, West Virginia being in the mentioned in the conversation, not only of best defenses of this year, but uh, ever. Kind of, Kind of in the last, like, well, they're number one in adjusted team defense or adjusted defense this year. Uh, Virginia sitting there at number two, obviously West Virginia's offense. Actually, Virginia's offense must. Oh, no, no, no. West Virginia's offense way higher. West Virginia's offense, 49. Virginia's offense, 258. So, wow. Yeah. If you're looking at uh, comparisons with last year's champion, similar defenses, Way better offense. Yeah, I guess that makes you a contender. And Virginia, while not a real contender, hang around. They, they got the win today against Wake. That's a start in the fucking. That's a start. Tournament hanging around, hanging around, survive in advance. Interesting though to see West Virginia. What would what would that team do to the culture of West Virginia? That's a state that's never won shit. They came close in '88. They yeah, played Notre Dame. Jerry West. Right. Uh, was he a was he a Mountaineer? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, the logo was a Mountaineer. Yeah, I heard him talking about uh, Kobe Bryant today. Yeah, that... man. I mean, he drafted him, man. He's yeah. a good general manager. Uh, look, I got the Mountaineers at 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 twelve. I think they got a. Don't they have a huge game coming? They, yeah, they play at Texas Tech. I think on Tuesday. That's gonna be. That's gonna be fucking. Ooh, that's a fucking war. Yeah. 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 Talk about two fun. Cultures colliding right there. Yeah. Two similar cultures. I really. love it. I love. From it. what I can gauge of Texas Tech, I, I've never been to Lubbock, but they seem to have a little like salt and vinegar. How about how about uh, Texas Tech and Baylor being the top basketball teams, and not Texas and Texas A and I love it. I, I was thinking, it. me and NC Nick were talking about this, and even the third best team is Houston. Yeah. Right. So if you and the fourth best team, you might be able to make the argument. That Stephen F. Austin is better than a, well, they're definitely better than AM. They have a better win. No, they're better than AM. They're definitely better than AM. They might be better than Texas. Yeah. And I think I think if like right now if they're playing neutral site, me and NC Nick were talking about this, we would both take Stephen F. Austin to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. Neutral site. I think Stephen F. Austin is the more proven team. Texas doesn't know how to run an offense. I watched that Texas LSU game. They are really bad with their like the moving the rock. It's like they've never played offense before. They've never ran a screen, set screens, and like Colby's on his uh, daily uh, shit fest of shock and smart. I mean, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not locking him up ever again. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Twelve and seven, the team with uh, the highest athletic budget in all of college sports. Once again, who do they got next? Flounders in mediocrity. Give me uh, their next two or three games. Their next game, they go to uh, TCU. That's a loss. They host uh, uh, Iowa State. That's a win. And maybe. Yeah, that's a maybe. And then they go to Kansas. Oh, he's fired. He's not going to make the tournament. They're on a three-game. Texas will not be on the. They got. They better start winning now. They're on a three-game losing streak. They've lost uh, one, two, three, uh, six of the last nine. Oh. He, he, and he's about to hit at least two of the next three as losses. Probably. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's on thin ice. He needs to hope he can beat Iowa state. Iowa state's a weird team. Yeah. Whew. So, uh, 
Yeah. I like that Texas thing we got going though. Cause I mean, that's crazy. Well, you know, what's cool about it too, is that, and, and for any of you fucks out there that aren't <laughs> fucking buying into what we're saying just yet, uh, when the uh, playing field is a little more level, right? Like it is in college basketball, not necessarily by nature of uh, recruiting parity, but by the, the nature of one and done kind of nullifying the advantage that uh, recruiting powerhouses have over the, uh, the other teams that have great coaching and, and experience. Um, we're not at all uh, surprised to see Texas tech well, we were last year, so Texas Tech, but Baylor, and like it's it's just not surprising to see a team that's not a fucking state flagship powerhouse like Blue yeah. Blood be in the conversation as the best team in the fucking state. That's why, let like, alone like in all of basketball. Come on, college football, one right, and done, right. one and done. Yeah, figure it out. Well, yeah, come on, XFL. Yeah, step getting it up. excited about that. Step it up. But that said, no one, no one finds college basketball unentertaining because a team like Baylor is the number one team in the country. Whereas like it would be such an anomaly in football and, and everyone would be waiting for the fucking other shoe to drop so that a blue blood can take over that spot. Like, no, it's more fun when these fuck, when everyone's yes. got a fucking fighting chance, much better fucking Alabama and Clemson every year. Exactly. And speaking of Texas, don't sleep on North Texas in the conference USA. They've been hot, red hot lately. The mean green. North Texas. Boom. Will Texas be in the top seven programs in the state of Texas at the end of the year? You know, UTEP was playing good, but they kind of fell off. <laughs> I'd say you got it. What you got? I mean, a and M or Texas. I have no idea who wins that. Yeah. Game. That's a push. Yeah. Um, but you got to think there's five other TCU I think and Baylor. Definitely. No, no, no. Oh, I forgot about TCU. Yeah. Baylor and Texas tech for sure. Yeah. TCU is definitely better. Yeah. Houston's better. Stephen F. Austin's better. That's five. I think the argument can be made that North Texas it, right now would push Texas right now. North Texas is red hot. Yeah. I like what the mean green are doing. I think that'd be a dangerous game for fucking Shaka smart. If they yeah. played right now, I would say that I it's right there. And guess Texas. what? Every fucking alumni uh, base, every fan base. No SMU is better. Yeah. SMU just beat Memphis. That's true. They, they're seven down. They're seven down right now. Right. Texas might finish. And it might be eighth because North Texas might be better. It's almost sad, really. Fucking hilarious. But it's fucking awesome. It is awesome. All right. At number 11, I got Kentucky. And this is, a, I watched that Kentucky Texas Tech game. It was a fucking great basketball game. If you haven't watched it, get your ass over. I hope you TiVo that fucking thing. You got YouTube TV. You can watch this game. Doesn't matter that it's already over. It's a great game to watch. Came down to the fucking final match. Overtime. Uh, I even got done watching this game and I was like, man. I'm not even, if you're, if you're a Texas tech fan, and you lost, I'm not even mad because well, that, that, that game felt like a final four elite eight game. Yeah. Yeah. Those teams were going at it. Uh, it came down to the fucking wire. Obviously, yeah. you know, what was weird about that game. Like hearing you say that it just dawned on me while watching the end of that game that I feel like the fans were almost on the same page as you, even though it was in Lubbock. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, fuck it, man. That was like a hell of a fucking game. There wasn't like a, a groan or a sadness. Like we just played our fucking ass off and we can compete with Kentucky. Yeah. Like we're still a fucking contender. Yeah. Know? No, I would say like, if anything, I came across, like t- I was t- telling uh, NC Nick, I was like, ah, both those teams could win it all. Yeah. I watched that game and I thought both those teams are, are capable Championship of winning level it. Yeah. Teams. They're, they're like, we had before we mentioned like a tier one 
I thought was like, okay, you have, uh, uh, at one point, maybe two weeks ago, I was saying you had Duke, you had Louisville, you had obviously uh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, you had, um, there's one other, uh, at the time, Michigan state, I think we were mentioning in Kansas was Auburn in that conversation. I wasn't putting Auburn. I think they were tier two. Yeah. Um, San Diego state as well. But now I think it's, I think it's, I think you gotta include these other schools. I think you gotta have Kentucky in tier one. Now you gotta have Texas tech in tier one. How much they've grown. Just watching those games. I'm like, dude, when it's on like that, you you can't tell me that like right now, I, I really believe that if the tournament started tomorrow and they matched up with some of the others that are right behind them or right in that vicinity. Yeah. I would probably favor them. Who Kentucky? Yeah. Well, that's the thing that seems to be an interesting thing about these one and done teams. And and specifically a guy like Calipari who a let's be honest is a hell of a coach Yeah. and B uh, probably has learned to specialize in developing talent throughout the season. Yeah. Like, Every single year, Kentucky, you start out thinking, ah, they, they're, they're, this approach isn't working for them. They're too young. This isn't their year. And then by the end of the season, conference tournament, fucking tournament time, it's like, this is a fucking legit threat to win it all again, which is a testament. Yes. To his coaching ability. Agreed. Agreed. And they're recruiting because they're always young as shit. But yeah, uh, lo and behold, we see them turning that corner again this year. Yep, man. Um, all right, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ever thought of starting your own sports book, but you don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines up to date to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 7 as well, and they have some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing, amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Who? 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 Nice. Down to the top 10, Patty C. And then I want to talk. On fire. I still want to talk. Uh, we, we're cramming here. because I, I got 10 teams left. I want to talk a little college football. Okay. All right. Let's rock, baby. Let's rock. Let's rock. There you go, man. All right. I got bringing the big dick in. I got the Jayhawks at number 10 because look, they got players suspended. They fight. They still beat Tennessee at home. Mm. But Tennessee covered for us. I almost locked that, but then I thought the game smelled to me. Yeah. I almost locked. I had, I had a lock next to Tennessee, and I'm sure if I would have locked it, Tennessee would have found a way to fucking lose by 17. <laughs> um, Jayhawks. Jayhawks have lost to some good teams this year. Well, then they got players suspended. Anytime they lost to Duke. They lost to fucking at Villanova and they lost against Baylor and all in close games. They lost one point against Villanova. Yeah. They beat Dayton also in double overtime. Two points overtime. against, or no, they got smoked by fucking Baylor. Sorry. Yeah. They lost by 12 against Baylor, well, but they lost by two against Duke to open the season. There's a reason why Baylor is, is Baylor right now. Baylor is fucking on a different yeah. level. Yeah. But Kansas still obviously in the same vein as uh, Kentucky, always a threat to develop into their potential. There you go. And at number nine, speaking of tier one, I got the Seton hall pirates. And I think talk about a team that is day. They, they were injured a lot at the beginning of the year. Yeah. They're banged up. Yeah. I still say this team, uh, miles pal, probably the best, maybe the best player in college basketball. Uh, Certainly in the uh, conversation. I would, I, 
Seton Hall could win the national championship this year. I can't see, I, I'm not going to say they're going to do that. I got to look at matchups and everything, but yeah. they're certainly capable of winning the national championship this year. Mm. What was the game I was watching the other day? Oh no, they came through against that. Uh, St. John's kept it pretty fucking close. Got St. John's grabbed a nice win at the Paul. Uh, huge game for the Paul. That was a huge, that's just the biggest biggies being competitive. Yeah. Yeah. But I got Seton Hall at nine. Dude, Seton Hall is on a fucking streak here. They got healthy. They got healthy, man. They were injured a lot of the beginning of the season. Miles Powell was injured. They had like three or four guys down. Nine game win streak right now. Yeah, I would not want to play them. But then are they are they peaking too early? Uh, there is always that threat. But then you have that guy Powell can hit from like anywhere on the court. Maybe they're just the best fucking team. They might be. We'll see. Uh, I'm staying in the Big East though. At number eight, I got the villain of a Wildcats coming up with a huge win at Providence. That was a, that was a good game. Yeah. And uh, Jay Wright doing what Jay Wright does. Talk about another team that went the, when they on the road winning at Providence at Creighton. That Creighton game, they were losing the whole game. They come back and win. This is what Villanova does, and that's why Jay Wright is an elite college basketball coach. Yeah. They could win another national. Keeps his team in the not. conversation on an annual basis. You want to talk about uh, you know. Baylor and their quality wins. There's fucking beating Villanova handily was one. Baylor beating Butler also. Oh, Baylor's beating. They just went at Florida the other day. Yeah, big they, wins. they didn't just win at Florida. They whooped Florida's ass. Baylor's Baylor's fun this year. Yeah, uh, but Villanova losing to Ohio State early by 25. Talk about a ooh, a yeah, a flip on the flip, uh, on the, uh, yeah, flip on the radar. Ohio State though grabbed a nice win today against Northwestern. Much needed. Yeah, much needed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but Nova is as as they they I'd say they have as good a chance as anyone. They're playing good ball. Once right again, now. young team getting better. Yeah, I mean it, it, Jay Wright's done it twice in yeah. the past five six years. Yeah. Can't can uh can't doubt his tournament credentials. And at number seven, I got the Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. quack. Got to do this when I'm not drinking, buddy. I know, buddy. I'm sorry. I just threw that on you. It yeah. not, you drink almost came out your nose. But the Ducks <laughs> blew out UCLA today. Yeah. Remember Peyton Pritchard beat Washington at Washington and told the whole crowd to suck his dick. <laughs> that, suck was fan- dick. that was fantastic entertainment for us at the college experience, <laughs> but I got the ducks at number seven. I think, I think they have, I don't know, dude. I, I think you could argue that Nova needs to be, I don't know right there. That Duarte dude showed up. Uh, the other guard, um, good backcourt. They have a nasty backcourt. Yeah. I mean, they went to a final four recently. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're a dangerous team. One of the ugliest courts in, in college basketball, Yes, but nothing. Memphis is the worst court in college basketball. Memphis is Google what they did to it this year. Uh, I want to take a look here. It's fucking, it's like Boise state of college basketball. Well, here, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Why is Oregon, which presumably has a similar amount of disposable income, able to recruit talent, even less heralded talent that do they just I think the the thing with Texas is they have the same problem in football and basketball is they they just rest on their fucking laurels. You know, they're like, we get who we want. You're going to come play for us. But because we're going to get like the top like recruits. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine without doing their real research and like digging in and finding like legitimate like stars and like potential. I don't know. That's my explanation. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but (laughs) there's gotta be some explanation why they underperform in football and basketball. That's right. Well, I got the ducks at seven. Whose court am I looking up again? 
Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, it's fucking tr- terrible. This year, though, don't do last year's because last year's was different. Well, this one, if it's if that's it, it's fucking fantastic. That's horrible, dude. Are you kidding me? They got tiger stripes in the free Watch throw a game with that. It's too blue. It's all fucked up. I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, look, at number six, I got the Louisville Cardinals. Okay. They whooped Clemson's ass the other day. They got Boston College on deck. They're going to whoop their ass. This team turns it on and kind of... You know, falls asleep at the wheel every now and then, but for the most part, once again, another team that could win it all. Yeah, for sure. And and it's hard to really, I don't know. I mean, they lost to Kentucky, so maybe seventeen and three. I mean, we're we're entering the elite conversation now. Yeah, and I think I mean they're going to beat Boston College. This team's going to win the ACC. I'm going to say it right now. All right, Duke versus Louisville, and let me let me flip switch gears. Louisville, you'll you'll know this a little better than I do. Obviously, they've been a player in the college basketball scene for a while. Since right? nervous Purvis Ellison, but since before that, probably actually, have they been like a Kentucky level player in the college basketball scene? I think Kentucky has more. Yeah, but I would say they've been right there. Would you what, what, give me a give me a school off the top of your head that would be a uh, equivalent to? Louisville from a college basketball power standpoint over the past 20, 30 years. I'm That's an on go. the spot question. Villanova. Villanova. Okay. Yeah. So not yeah. straight blue blood, but a fucking team you have to pay attention to yeah. and respect. Very close to blue blood. Yeah. Territory. Should Louisville win the national title this year? Right. Having done so recently against who was it? Uh, it was under not Calipari, but fucking uh, our boy Rick Pitino. Pitino, yeah. Um, that's two in the past what ten years. Yeah. Louisville starts to enter true blue blood yeah. territory there. Yeah. Uh, does the SEC come calling, or is that still a fucking? Uh, I think right now a everything, no-go everything with, seems all right right now, right? Yeah, conference realignment has stabilized just because the powers that be are getting theirs. You know? Yeah. But we'll see how things shake out if. Uh, if the Big Twelve gets desperate and tries to expand to sixteen, then that could shift the entire landscape. And Louisville to the SEC is a geographical fit. And you want it to happen, huh? I kind of want to see it. They're scummy enough. They belong in the SEC. But if me. that happens, they should go get Papa John back, though. There you go. I, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. All right, look. I want to tell you before I get to the top twenty-five, or to, before I get to the top five of the database top twenty-five, that. The college experience is brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, PropSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world. And because you're buying the bets from another person and not betting against the house, you can always find great deals like you're shopping at Ross with Patty C. Right? This week, <laughs> a, a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket with a collect amount of uh, $2,000 sold on PropSwap for $1,500. Those are odds of uh, minus one fifteen for the buyer. Better money line odds than any sports book in the country. Also, use the promo code SGP and send in a screenshot to podcast at sports gambling podcast to get a free lock dog tees t shirt. These, these shirts are fantastic. So sign up for uh, propswap.com today, and they will give you a hundred uh, percent match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP. Yep, that's right, SGP. At the time of deposit and PropSwap will match up to a hundred dollars. Go to PropSwap.com today. 
All right, Patty C. We're down at number five. Thought this team was going to jump up because I thought number four was about to lose, but they didn't lose. So, but number five, I got the Dayton Flyers. Dayton didn't almost lose. Number four did. Dayton handled Richmond at Richmond. And Richmond's been playing good ball. But I will, I will note, Richmond, one of Richmond's best players was out for that game. Noteworthy. Yes. He's out four to six weeks, by the way. Mm. Could cost the Spiders a uh, tournament bid if his, this injury of his. The Flyers sitting there. 11 and 0 at home, 18 and 2 overall, having a great. Yeah, two losses, I believe, were in overtime, right? I'll have to check on that for you. I believe they lost to Kansas and Colorado in overtime, right? Oh, I'm all over the fucking place. You are all over. Oh, you fucking. I can't even talk. This whiskey's <laughs> tasting great. Dayton Flyers. Uh... You got nothing over there. I got nothing. All right, but they're on a uh, a nice win streak themselves. Seven, nine game win streak themselves. So, fucking, I mean, I guess we're flying eight, eighteen and two. Yeah, you're big. You you were a big fan of that movie Radio Flyer, weren't you? I was. That guy reminded me of myself in a lot of ways. I saw myself. I'm an idiot. See, that's what's that's that's why you... we say inappropriate things. I think that anyone listening is picking up on the gist of what we're saying. No, I they evaluate compared, us as inappropriate. Individual- no, 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 no. They see, you think you're the guy from radio flyer. That's what I'm saying. You were wrong in life. You started to become a douchebag more uh, me. I watched crack dad Dundee too. And I thought I'm more and more like Mick, Mick Dundee. I started throwing paper. I used to use plastic knives. I was throwing them at my brother's head. I tried to catch that memory. And number two, he like catches his, uh, this Mohawk on, he throws a knife and catches it on the, <laughs> on the wall through a Mohawk. Fucking badass shit, man. <laughs> you you identify with Mick Dundee. I do, man. But right? I identify so with in, Hulk so, Hogan. So check us out next week when you're doing my introduction. Yeah. It's the it's, it's the, the Mick Dundee identity. having. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring right? some Mick Dundee energy. There you go, you. please. I don't think you're worthy of that, but I'll throw it your <laughs> way anyway. <laughs> All right, look, I got Florida State at number four, and they survive their last three games. This is the one that I think is counterfeit. Yeah, they won by one against Notre Dame, and Mike Bray was quick to quick to shit on the refs. Yeah, quick to shit on the refs down the stretch there. Florida State, uh, the Knolls, maybe. Uh, I mean, their last three wins have been by like five points total. I feel like. Yeah, what has Florida State done recently? They, uh, like you said, beat Indiana by one. Beat a suspect. Not, not, not Indiana, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. Beat a suspect Miami team In by four. Overtime. Needed yeah. a three to send it to overtime at the buzzer. Like went down to the left. wire with UVA who's struggling. Yeah. That said, again, you want to talk about win streaks here. We're on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in a row for the Knolls. Whew. Hey, you getting it done. Hey, a win is a fucking win. Charlie Ward and Bob Sura back there. Let me ask you this, Colby. Who's their forward? <laughs> Bob Sura. Who is their forward? Edwards. Edwards. What the fuck was his first name? Played for the Hawks. Man. Doug Edwards. They also had a center named Andre Reed. No relation to the uh, football wide receiver. Buffalo Bills wide receiver. Yeah. Colby, the Dantabase Dant, digging deep into the Dantabase for these factoids for your asses. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. Does a team that wins close games. They had Sam Cassell on that team too. That is an alien. (laughs) Of a man. Does the team that win close games? Does the team that win close games start 
to become a threat uh, in the tournament because they know how to win close games. I think, I don't think so. No, because it's like, it's like the LSU thing. I think you play with fire long enough. You will get burnt. Yeah. I'm talking one shot could be the difference. I'm going to push back. You think it teaches you how to win? I think when you've played enough fucking dog fights, it might not last you the whole tournament, but if you only get one or two of those over the course of the tournament, they're going to play like a fucking Northern you. Iowa or something. And, and Northern Iowa is going to, it's going to be, Oh, Florida state's only up by one. And then Northern Iowa is going to come up and bury two back-to-back threes. Well, sure. And that game is going to be, well, over. you can never, uh, you can never fucking deal with the Cinderella on fire. Right. But when you've been in dog fights over and over, yeah, you might be right. You might be right. When the moment isn't too big for I'm you. I'm just a guy drinking whiskey, throwing my problems under the world. We're, right? we're a couple fucking schmucks. Look, Kobe Bryant, great human being. Let me ask you this. That's it. It's too early. We'll, we'll leave this for another day. Yeah. Because the time and it, time is a factor here too. I just, I just want to know. <laughs> still, nah, I'm done. Still going in. No, does, does your past, can you look past Kobe Bryant's past and still, I know you have a hard time with Michael Vick, you know? Well, that one's on another level to me. That's a way different level than what are you talking about? The Colorado thing? Yeah. The, the chick, which I, well, has never even fucking I, been proven, but I, well, and she also had like four dudes semen in her fucking panties. You know what I mean? Like, right. No, I agree. With it's you. hard like, for me to justify. Like, I don't know what it's almost like the Kavanaugh thing. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I can tell you the evidence if that's what happened, which was revealed in court. Yeah. Then a she hasn't done laundry in a long time, or <laughs> she was a lot of fucking guys, right? Yeah. Um, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, the 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 the. This is a fucking touchy subject, buddy. Like yeah, yeah. You threw it on me. Buddy. I'm throwing it on you. And I'm saying I don't know what the fuck happened. I I but I I based on the evidence, the little evidence that I have. Yeah, it's tough not to like uh, lump someone's habits into and and make a character a fucking judgment based on a person. Yeah. You know when that when when it seems like that's like their fucking regular. So now I'm gonna get a, a comment saying that I fucking need to listen to women right. look and I do you're gonna have to do feminist HR training after this shit yes. but point is is that I, I I don't think it's on the same level as Michael Vick Michael Vick has been proven in a, in a court of law yeah that that he has disputedly yes. did that shit himself and I read the indictment and and look and I, I still I'm a forgiving person right. I, I don't think like he served his time I'm saying more power to the guy. Just right. don't, when I will go to watch NFL Sunday, every Sunday morning, I, I'd prefer not to like have his advice on. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. Let me ask you this though. If you go to a, a complete piece of shit level with like one act of life, you know, are you a type of person that the world needs to fucking, uh, like really honor? You know, or is everyone else just as fucking honorable for not ever going to that place? You know, damn, I went deep as fuck on that ass right now. You did you know what, man? You probably ate some fucking mushrooms before the show or something. <laughs> um, I don't know the answer to that question right now. I'll say that everyone else is honorable, right? Yeah, I mean, because they're not deserves shit, as right? much a fucking heroes. But you know what? We know we'll never fucking know. And Kobe Bryant's brilliance 
is undeniable on the basketball court. And the fact that he was never proven guilty in the court of law, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. And you the fact give him the that the, the rest of his life has proven to be brilliant. He deserves the fucking honor of, yeah. you know what he is. Well, that's the thing that I tried to say with the Capitol thing. And I don't know the cat. Like I'm not racing to an opinion here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I fucking said that the time when I got the horrible yeah. comment, all but, I'm saying is, is throughout history, you can go back and look. Yes. Have women been abused uh, and probably they didn't speak up and they've been hurt. And I, I feel horrible about that Yeah, uh, for those people that have had that happen to them. Uh, but man, when there's an opportune moment, but that, there's also ones that go for the money grab yeah. it's happened. I've heard a bunch of people's story, my yeah, own it, friends. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard dude, my yeah. own experiences. Yeah. I've talked about it on this fucking podcast. Yes. So, 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 so it puts us in a rock and a hard place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. who knows? Anyway, sorry. Yeah. At number three <laughs> is San Diego State Aztecs. The Aztecs, uh, they probably they did a classic move with the money grab today. Yeah. Because they let UNLV shoot a three at the buzzer and they didn't cover because and I'm sure all of Vegas was pissed off because UNLV hit a three at the buzzer. San Diego <laughs> State won the game. Yeah. But they let them have a, f- a free shot at a three. Hey. And they bury it and, and UNLV covers. That sounds like a very UNLV Las Vegas yeah. type of cover. Yeah. yeah. So uh, San Diego State, though, we're still undefeated. That was a uh, UNLV at home. 21 and 0. <laughs> Fucking and, and, the, and guess what? They go to the pit next. The toughest place to win. Oh. The toughest place to win in the Mountain West. Aztecs, you better bring that fucking gigantic BDE. swing our dick gals. energy. Our gals. Yeah. Let's go. I'm loving America's it. finest city needs representation. I want them to win it all this year, but here's the thing. If they go undefeated, they could lose early because that's a lot of pressure. If they go what undefeated? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's the worst you thing. You almost could want them to lose. Yeah, lose one. Yeah. Lose one or two. Cause if they go undefeated, regular you lose season, two. Everyone's like, man, they go to sleep on you and, they, yeah, and then you can yeah, work yeah. without the pressure. They're going to go. If they go undefeated, they're going to lose. Watch them lose like a 16. You know what? Our gals need the big dick energy. They crave big dick energy. What if they run the whole table? That'd be fucking the college awesome. basketball season. That would be fucking awesome. That'd be fantastic. All right. Number three though. I got the, the Aztecs at number two. I'm going to the West coast conference. Gonzaga. We got nothing changing in our top, top five here. The, the Zags get it done. They took out Pacific. Uh, not much to say here besides just a really good team. And we're, we'll see as they get tested when they go that later in the year, they got to play at BYU at St. Mary's. Those are the ones you want to highlight. And then I mean, do you yeah. even like, is it, is it even appropriate to go to sleep on them? Like the, the conference isn't exactly world beaters. There are some decent teams in there. Uh, you can't ignore. It's actually, a, I think a decent conference. It's okay. Yeah. Um, you can't ignore what they're doing. They're, they're, they're fucking like, it's just like there's a relative lack of drama for with their season unfolding. You know, they, they keep winning. Wait till they hit the road though. I'm saying when they got to play at BYU at St. Mary's. Yeah. I think those are the dangerous games. Maybe even at San Francisco. That's when we'll yeah. see who they are. Um, so give it up for the Zags. And at number one, I got the Baylor Bears Woo! at Florida. People thought, man, this is the game that they could lose. I predicted it. Yeah, I thought I thought it was possible. Well, they'd smoke Florida. But you and Nick went with uh, Baylor. I give you credit but, there. Well, I, dude, I watched this team a few times, and I've just if they win back to back at like, I'm talking two and two games in like three nights or four nights. Yeah, they went at Texas Tech one, and then at Kansas, and it wasn't like they just barely won. Yeah, 
They were clearly the better team. Well, yeah, and that happened again against Florida. That's what I'm saying. They went Florida all the way across had country. The lead yeah. Early. Yeah. And, and then they're like, okay, now we try. And we went up 15. Yeah. And then it was like, damn. And they just got scores. And they're very athletic. They they're that's what was the surprising thing I think that Florida fans was is like they're more athletic than Florida is. Yeah. And then they have three guards that can all or three, they're one, two, and three essentially, can all score off the dribble. Yeah. So that creates a very hard problem. I remember when Baylor's sports program was shit, fucking laughable, and now fucking laughable. Something now they're doing it. Yeah. So the Baylor Bears are number one. All right. I want to tell you that we're going to talk a little college football, then get the hell out of here. Uh, I want to tell you guys that uh, you know Patty C, big fan of Manscaped, sure. And the college experience is brought to you by Manscaped. Mm. Breaking news: This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your public public service. This your pubic service announcement. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this the, I see what you did there. The Manscaped engineering team has spent eighteen months. Eighteen months, Patty C. Trimming guys' pubes. Perfecting the greatest, Hopefully the greatest trimming women's ball pubes. hair tr- trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved lawnmower three point You want to doubt these guys' dedication? Right? They spent eighteen months. That's what I'm saying. Saying, get off my lawn. Fine tuning right? your nutsack. Get yeah. off my. They, they went fucking. Uh, think they watched Lawnmower Clint Man? Eastwood on your ass. While they were doing it? Hello. Had that playing in the background? I like that. Huh? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots we yeah. are. Right? Uh, the third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents, which Patty C's known all about. Yeah. I cut my. Cock in half with a fucking yeah. pair of scissors and Lorena Bobbitt style. And someone threw it out of a fucking moving van into <laughs> Not a what field you, in Manassas, that's Virginia. Right. Not what will happen with manscape. Some guys though. catching the bus, just dicks throwing at them. <laughs> dick yeah. in the grill. <laughs> We've all been there. All right. Uh, millions of millions of balls are about to be a uh, Nick free. Thanks mm. to manscapes advanced skin safe technology. Look, fucking I've been talking about manscape for eggs. a long time now. I've been talking about it for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I'm just saying it, I feel connected to this thing. I've used it. It's great. And if you use the 2.0, the lawnmower 2.0, that is, it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade with a new and improved skin safe technology. When I tell you this is a premium, I mean, it's a fucking premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. So you can you take a longer shave. You know what I mean? Yeah, One of the which coolest- is key. One of the coolest new features is, is there's an LED light which illuminates the grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. So also you can you want do the Molly. Precision. You can do Molly and look at the LED light, and I'm sure it'll be fun Boom. too. You'll have like just the strobe light. Just don't shave your balls when you're on Molly, or yeah. that might not work out bad. Ill advised. But if you do, I recommend you use the the, the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> uh, they've also upgraded to a uh, 7,000 RPMs motor with uh, with quiet stroke technology. Patty sees on quiet stroke technology when he gets sent to sleep on the couch, right? That's right. Whenever shorty's mad at me, I'm on, I am an expert with quiet stroke uh, technology <laughs> all over the fucking coffee and, table. And, and let's not forget the, uh, the charging stand. Show your, show your, show your mower off loud and proud because <laughs> it's got this charging stand. There's a rapid charging dock powered by a USB. Wow. You know, that's what I'm talking about. If you are listening to this, are you listening to me speak right now? You are one of the first persons to hear about this life changing product. And I want you to experience it well, firsthand you, for yourself. You, you, you plug it into your fucking cell phone charger, trim that junk. Five minutes later, your cock looks twice as big. 
right? Yeah. Everyone needs you're this getting product. more confident with your lady. And then boom, maybe you bring it. Maybe you go Look, down South. If you want to be the swinging dick <laughs> of the West, like I am, right? <laughs> like Colby wishes he was, Oh man, right? Then you get this product. You shave that junk down and you, you tote the big dick energy and, and your, and your balls will thank you. All right. Your balls will thank you. I think we've, <laughs> we've okay. done our part. Okay. Here. Now we're at the, we're at the end here. All right. Let's just knock this out. Yeah. yeah it's getting late. It's a school night. Um, look, Miami, Jaron Williams is transferring. Once again, the classic Miami move here. Yeah. Take a quarterback. That's making progress. A freshman substitute so, him out. So you're going to have Derek, Derek King for one year. And even if he plays yeah. good, Next year you're yeah. back in the same boat yeah. of like Delete who's going to be years quarterback. Of like progress. Yeah. Yes, and now Jaron Williams is probably going to end up at like somewhere awesome and probably have a great career. Right. Is Derek King more talented uh, physically than Jaron Williams? Probably a little yes. bit. Well, especially right now. Yes, as a man. Yeah, and the difference between an 18 year old and a 22 year old, as y'all know, <laughs> is fucking big. Right? Especially in the sack, right? Hello. Ooh, right. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Although Dane Cook. Loves his 18 year olds. More power. Hey, to him. He just did Venice underground last Wednesday. I was on the show the Wednesday before I saw him Boom. tweeting about that. Colby's uh, I'm going to be, he's one degree away from Jessica. There you know it is. I mean? There it is. You're working your way into those circles. Colby. There we go, buddy. Alba lifestyle. Um, no, uh, what the fuck were we just talking about? Though? Talking about Jaron Williams. Jaron Williams. Yeah. Fucking my very, uh, Miami move. Look, uh, I'm not going to shit on the uh, transfer quarterback route. It seems to have produced some results recently as has been demonstrated all across college football, whether it be my favorite team UVA with Bryce Perkins leading us to the orange bowl national championship uh, team and winner Joe uh, Burrow, Joe Burrow fucking semifinalist Justin Fields. Uh, uh, another, uh, the other semifinalist, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, three out of the four semifinalists or, uh, uh, playoff teams, uh, invitational teams, what have you, uh, went with the transfer <laughs> route, Miami. I'm going to say doing themselves a favor for a one year, uh, situation, but Jaron Williams, like you had mentioned in previous, podcasts, I thought he had a good freshman year. Yeah. You, you actually had generated a little bit of, uh, Maybe not excitement, but intrigue. You know, you don't need to panic. You're building this guy up. Come on, you're in your first year, Diaz. Now I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He wants to win now. He's feeling the pressure. The seat is cooking already. Former UNC head coach and Southern Miss head coach Larry Fedora is Baylor's new offensive coordinator. Do you like to hire by Dave Aranda? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's right in line with what Baylor does. Uh, Fedora's got Texas ties. You recruit a little bit here and there. Uh, isn't it's, it's not super creative or edgy, you know? And what's funny is that five, six years ago, Fedora was on the cutting yeah, edge, but yeah. now he's just like standard operating. But like, that's life. That is life. The game changes. Life is changed, Patty C. All right. That's right. So look, this is the college experience, guys. We want you to leave good iTunes comments. Um, Help us out. Subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. This isn't no magazine subscription. We're going to charge you $10 a month. This is a real subscription. You just sign up. You listen, you get entertained. You win money because you're listening to our bets. Been over 50% every year. Boom. All right. Now you can find that we're on it. Look, we are still affiliated with 
the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network. So check out, subscribe to all of them, but we are the college experience solo. So just type in the college experience into whatever platform you listen to podcast. We are the dopest fucking shit <laughs> out there right now. Exactly. Exactly. Give us a good review, spread the news, tweet us. Come on, come on now. And if you're in Dayton or in Indianapolis or Cleveland, let me know. And guys, find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find NC Nick at on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience. Patty C any last words? Uh, I gotta say, um, first weekend without any meaningful football games since August, uh, late August. Um, XFL is coming, buddy. XFL is coming, but uh, and, and a relatively uneventful weekend compared to the previous weekends of college basketball that we would experience. That said, shifting my uh, attention fully into the college basketball scene, I'm going to push back a little bit. I'm going to say, as much as you hate NBA action, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm not ready to make the full jump to exclusively college basketball. I'm going to pay attention to the NBA. I'm going to enjoy it, but I, I will say that I have transitioned to enjoying watching a game of college basketball officially more than a regular se- a regular season game of college basketball, more than a regular season NBA game. And I think that is the fucking foundation well, of becoming. Because clearly a tournament NCAA game is way better than any basketball on the planet. Game seven NBA finals. Could care less. You're a fucking idiot. I could care less. How many times does that happen? Those are the best teams on the planet competing. It's not even basketball. It is. The sport is Tron. It's Tron. All right. You run around. No one can foul shooting from fucking half court. I will agree with that. I'll agree with that. So as as I adjust, right, this coming from a lifelong pro basketball fan and and a lifelong douchebag and, 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 and and a casual college basketball fan, right? I am transitioning into a hardcore basketball fan here. And I'm enjoying the process. That's all I got to say. Well, enjoy the process and drink some of that whiskey, you sack of shit. This is the college experience, guys. Hope you dug the show. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.